How are you doing? Welcome back to another episode of the Chris and uh, Stevie Show. It is episode... 13. 13. Oh, Stevie boy looked at me. I thought it was 14. And he went back to me. And I thought to was myself... Was it not 14? No, I knew oh, it was 13. It's you unlucky 13. So, first and foremost, how are you doing, Stevie? How are you doing, Trent? Brilliant. I'm Brilliant. fine, mate. Yeah. It's good. Just flabbergasted. It's... Are you definitely sure it's 13? Well, I'm it's unlucky 13. We do have a guest on. Just as we are, we do. Who is it, Trent? Yeah. Who have we got on? I'm quite sure it's 13. Yeah, we have our manager, the the one and only, the gaffer. gaffer. Jack? Perf's number one QPR fan. Perf's only QPR fan. It's a sad but true. Yeah, Welcome, Jack. Welcome, Jack. Jack, Jack, Jack Thank you. Oh, thank you. Jack, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like a back. Relax, man. Bro, Come first on. guest. <clears throat> Absolutely delighted to have you on. Uh, we've got a great show. Obviously, we're going to talk about a few uh, few weekends. Uh, Celtic and Rangers, obviously the EPL. We can finally talk about a, in a bit more depth about the EPL because we've got depth. someone who actually exactly. watches it. Team team around the championship. That's true. I know what you're talking about. That is true, thanks. For Shows that how much I watch it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, before we go any further here, um, yes. look at the hair, Luke. I think the comment that you made with the hair and then him making it a little bit messy, he's coming across a little bit Clark Kent, isn't he? <laughs> It's not as uh, individualised It's not It looked as if It generally looked as if When we came in here It was freshly combed But now it looks The way you want it What kind of gel do you use? What gel do you use? It's broken No no It's a a water based Schwarzkopf I think I knew it it has the Has it got the wee bubbles in it? Yeah Ah, You know that one? The blue one? Oh Mate Me and you used to get that gel Just to be the corner shop 59p Easy Bright blue or bright green Bright blue Obviously I get the blue one Obviously, you get a tramping green one. Of course, of course, of course. Well, you shot that was the one that had the, the minty smell in it. No way you pay 59 pence for gel. Not a chance. Well, I used to always get a good deal. I bought it for a cash and carry. Two for a pound. I need a haircut. That's the theme. Well, I don't know what to say. But the hair was looking good. It looks phenomenal. Before we go any further, you know where I'm going with this. I had a bit of a complaint about Trent last week and mm. I was going to bring it up at the barbecue that I hosted um, Oh my god, for the listeners ago. out there, Trent is I had a bit of a complaint about Trent and this is, this is I can actually see his face Yeah, This is genuine I'm going to be anonymous, right? I don't anonymous. want anybody to judge Was it a, Hold on a minute before you go into this because I don't know Was it a text? Was it an email? Was it a phone call? It was a private message on social media Oh, so it was actually out there. It was. It could be no. somebody for Qatar It could be somebody for Yeah. Could be number one listener Henrik Larson. Well, do you know what? One day he will be on. Go for it, Stevie. Tell <laughs> us what I'm on my watch. Anyway, private message. Blah, 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 blah. And then I'll just get to the night great about a complaint. Answer me two things. I can't remember what the second question was, to be honest, but it was just something basic about the show, right? But the first one, you can tell there was, there was a bit of anger. It was worded, why is Trent all of a sudden uh, uh, the number one Celtic fan? Who asked that question? I didn't oh. think we are going this way. Well, I thought you were going to complain about the audio quality. Well, we need to apologise. We had to call it last week. We Please recorded do. last week's show do. through a pineapple, apparently. Um, <laughs> but no, that was a, that was a complaint. Why is why is all of a sudden Trent a Celtic fan? That's word for word. And if you want, I can show you the message after the show. Yeah, okay, well, I think the reason I tapped Jack in the leg before I, ra- I raised this point is Jack. Do you want to go, Jack? Well, I think in in recent weeks there has been the pendulum has swung. The pendulum has swung fully in favour of Celtic. Oh, I think, I um, think and I think that I think that I don't know if Trent's been blinded by the hospitality up at your house when you watch mm-hmm. the game with him, oh. or if there's been an under the table payment. I'm not sure. I'm not making this version, <laughs> but brilliant. yes, I know here. You messaged me that same thing, and I said, to you, "Oh my God!" I went two days ago. I got a message after somebody else yeah. saying the exact same thing. Yeah. saying the exact same thing. Why is Trent all of a sudden the number one Celtic fan or something? Like that? I'm thinking. 
I've noticed it myself. He has been agitating me recently. I'll bring it up on the show. <laughs> well, I think, it's a, I think it's good. The Trent show. Mm. Are you okay to answer or can I give you my... Why, why, why are you involved if it's Trent's question? Why is it all about you? It's Trent's question. Jack. I get the message, so that's why I'm talking. He said what he said, so that's why Jack's talking. Right. It's new about Trent and you're saying, that, can I... Do you mind Because well, I'm worried that Trent's going to say something to appease the fans. Why would Trent, I do that? Go for it then. I, I work on truth, on data. I've had my limited understanding of... Watching how these games are played. I just said Jack watches EPL on his teams in the championship. <laughs> Carry on, Trent. Jesus. <laughs> he can't. He just can't let it. Let, let a man speak this, Stephen. Sorry, Trent. So, from my experience watching Rangers versus my experience watching the Celtics, I, <laughs> I, uh, I am a, I'm a much bigger fan, and I think there's a lot more. As I said, dynamic opportunity to score in the Celtics game in the Celtics. A team lineup, yeah, and I don't see that from Rangers. I see a, a very okay. one-way on path end. to goal, and there's one way to score. There's one way to get in the box, and it's more down to a, a very organised team. Whereas Celtic has far more dynamic opportunities to win games against many different op- oppositions. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm I, I genuinely have no favour towards either club. I don't care. Well, to that's, that's the but thing. I, 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 in this season, with this team, with this, it could change next season. But currently, I look at it and go, oh, there's no like reason that. why don't Celtic don't win this you've league. You've been quite cute with that answer that I enjoyed what you've done, but it's been transparent. Hey, can I They're not saying... They're, they're saying your allegiances towards Celtic. They're not saying who do you prefer style wise to watch. That's not what it was. They're, they're basically saying you're being pro Celtic and anti Rangers. Right. So, one at a time. Right. Trent, see before he even went to his house. Now, he could have went to your house when he made this comment. So, I don't know the facts. When he went to watch the Livingston game. Right. Then he went to watch the Hibs game. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he made this comment after the Livingston game. So, mm-hmm. he, he hadn't been at my house yet. Mm-hmm. And we asked him the question. Who do you favour? Before he even watched Celtic play, before he even watched really Rangers play more than one game. And your answer was My answer my answer was if I had to pick one, I prefer right. the jersey of Celtic. Right. Mm. That was the only reason right. though. So that so, so hold on. So that is episode three or something. I, whatever, but, but okay. So that's the reason why I think it's gravitated into the reason why I was going to answer the question. No forum. It's just because I know what he's like. Because you're right, data analysis, Celtic are probably a bit more easier on the eye, right? So he's going to obviously enjoy that. Plus, Postacoglu, he's got the affiliation with Australia. But he did say Celtic before he even came to my house and watched the 9-0 drubbing. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Right, okay. And I watch so, all the highlights. So, so, but one thing I will say, Stevie, right? And this is where me and you maybe have a wee bit of a understanding here, right? It's quite unbelievable. It's just put to Trent and now Chris is turning to Trent's lawyer. Carry on, Chris. Oh, thanks very much. That's, that's, that's greatly appreciated. Um, but how would you feel if he started to like Rangers next year because they were a bit more easy on the eye? Well, would you not be a bit annoyed that before he was a bit of a Celtic fan now he's a bit of a Rangers fan? Before he made that comment, I was actually thinking about it because he was saying about the style and I thought, alright, because you know how these things go, Chris. Celtic will have their years where they start playing piss poor and then Rangers with the team that swings and rounds, which is how it's always been, it'll go. And that way that will turn, turn again, no doubt. And I was thinking that myself. I was thinking, so when we become flavour of the month, you all of a sudden might be pro Rangers and I say, so I'll tell you right now. Yes, I will. I won't be welcome. You're, you're not welcome. If that's you can't. I don't need to be. I simply sit here from afar and comment on who I, who so I think suppo- will. Well, he's supposed to be different. I don't mind them having predictions. I think Celtic, I think Rangers will draw it. I think that's fine. 
But that's not what the listeners are picking on. It's certainly not what Jack was picking on. You're going to call the man a liar in front of his face? A first guest? He just brought his own cannolis. Beautiful, by the way. Aye, beautiful cannolis. He just brought Absolutely his own first guest. I had the custard. I just want to ask a question regarding this allegiance or this potential swip or swapping around of the allegiance. Is there something you prefer about the Celtics roster uh, <laughs> in comparison to maybe, say, the Rangers rosters? It's fantastic, isn't it? Well, well, even well, I'm picking well, it up. I, I'm, I'm currently sitting back and enjoying this. Mm. So, No, I, I, I couldn't name most of the roster, the lineup <laughs> for these guys. Uh, it's to sit there and as a fan of football... Who do I find is a more enjoyable team to watch who I think is more likely to be able to score against teams? It's them. But it's entertaining. It's more entertaining to watch the a game from Celtic. Walter Smith Rangers team oh, against Tommy Burns Celtic team. To. So Tommy Burns Celtic team were a... Nice football. They were a, they were a, they were a better, they were a better uh, easier on the eye team. But, but Rangers never get... tired. They're backhanding them. That's I, just the way it went. I'm not commenting on allegiance. <laughs> I have no allegiance. I simply feel that Celtic hey, well, will win just, the league. You're a Celtic fan, Stevie. Let's be honest. You're on I'm notice, fan. right? You're on, right. I'm putting you on notice See, now. And I'm going to watch you. Trent, you're allowed to be whatever you want to be, son. Right? Thank you. You can be a Celtic fan as long as you're not a Rangers fan. Okay. Let's introduce right. Jack anyway, to Jack, the audience. Um, exactly, Jack. Look, obviously, uh, me and Steve have been having a chat about this for the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of radio shows, podcasts that do all different sort of things regarding getting to know the guest. Uh, <laughs> obviously, we won't, you know, spend, you know, an hour talking about 21 questions and stuff. But what I'm interested in is obviously you're a QPR fan because of obviously where you probably brought up. Would that mm-hmm. be right? Yep, sure. Um, so, so obviously brought up there. But when you started supporting QPR, who were the players that were playing for them at the time? Because, uh, you know, was there a player that you thought couldn't really maybe do it for you, but he was he was a better player elsewhere? That's a very leading one. question. Sorry, I sorry, I, 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 I didn't think I was that obvious, pathetic. but okay, sorry, boys. You know what you say. You'll know what you say. You'll click yeah, on it. Can I, I just say it out loud? Just, just get, get it. Get, let him answer the question. No, 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 yeah, come. Plot it out. Plot out the question. It was, I dig it, Mark Haley. Because <clears throat> I've told him previously about a Mark Haley discussions how you didn't like him at QPR, how he was a god at Rangers, and how he ran Celtic ragged for so many years. <laughs> played in the Serie A, played for England. Um, <laughs> but there you go. I think I th- <clears throat> with, with regard to the yeah, with regard to Haley, the the thing about Haley was that when he'd come down from Scotland, and my dad had seen him play at Rangers and said, "We signed this this cracking centre forward." It was as a replacement for Les Ferdinand, who'd just gone to Newcastle for six mil. And I think we paid, if memory serves, and you, you're a man with statistics when it comes to Rangers uh, transfers, and I, I thought it was in the in the, in the region of, a, of two mil oh, was at it? least. Aye, it aye. was something. It was something exorbitant. Oh, okay. the, the fact that, that we'd we'd end up getting six million for Les Ferdinand, yeah, and we yep. spent a third of that. I think it was like one point six or something. something like when I, was this? Wasn't it? This was, was the 95-96 season. Mid nineties. Aren't we still yeah. talking about two and six million dollar transfers as being pretty good numbers for Rangers? Um, well. Out. I 30, think I think Ferdinand I think the Ferdinand transfer a, held the record for a for a, a year or so until this was QPR buying Mark Haley from Rangers. Yeah. Mm. So how the, much the, did Bassey go for? Twenty three. Mm, okay. Yeah. So the, we'd got six mil for one of the best players that we'd had at the time, one of the best players that I'd ever seen at QPR, and to spend essentially a third of that on someone that was well and truly past it. Uh, and he just never came down, was able to to kind of live up to the the highs that he'd probably done up north of the border. So he was poor. In my opinion, his at his uh, time at, at QPR, he was he was poor. What, what age was he on a series? Not. I think he was a thirty-two or something. Because so he was there, right. and then he came back to Rangers. Well, now it's an emergency signing. Came back and played in Celtic. Remember, he got sent off. 
Oh, that game we went, we won 1-0. Went, uh, I can't remember, it's sent off anyway. <coughs> and um, it was like 34 or something, they came back. He was only That's back right. for like, four months to the end of the season. Yeah. And um, But he was, he was, he was, he was going about. He, he went to QPR early early 30s and then obviously, rep- I mean, replacing Les Ferdinand, mm. who was... I mean, so it's, it's when a you, poison chalice. Yeah. P- I mean, replacing that, a guy that I caught in it. He went to Newcastle? Went to Newcastle and then, and then he went to Tottenham after that. Well, his first, his actual first, I think it was either his first game of the season or certainly his first away game was against us. Right. Um, and he scored two and he he did the, the traditional or the, you know, not going to celebrate. Uh, but the, the, the kind of the ovation that he got, the stand ovation he got from the fans that day oh, that's good. was phenomenal. And he went round the pitch after the oh, game and gave the Newcastle fans their due and then he just told round and he was... Oh. He's back no, now as the director of football, but I'm actually watching him in his prime. The audio, I've said audio books, Peter Crouch's mm. book, and he was talking about Les Ferdinand today. He called him Sir Les Ferdinand, mm. Sir Les. Yeah. And yeah. you call him yeah. Sir Les as yeah. well. So is Peter Crouch a QPR fan? Because he seems to be steeped in it. Like, he's quite. Peter Crouch is a QPR fan, and I can't remember where we got him from. I don't know if he came through the Tottenham. Did we come? He come from he Tottenham, Tottenham across. Tottenham, I. I learned um, on us today, I. Yep. And um, I think he's. I think they kind of flips between. There's some people have said he's a Chelsea fan. Some have said, but I think no, it sounds to me as if he's a QPR he's, fan. He's he calling himself Les, and I think he, mm. when he was talking about QPR, he said like we. I can't think as well. Mm. Referring him as we. Mm. So, uh, but at that stage, when QPR obviously you were supporting them, they were in the, the Premier League. Am I right? So yeah, we players we, like Trevor Sinclair and stuff. Yeah. Right? Okay. So I mean that 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 early kind of um that early stage when we were well, we finished top London club in the first year of the Premiership. And I think it was only because of the European ban that there was no... How did you finish where? We finished top London club in the first year of the oh, right, 92-93 okay, okay. season, we finished top. Oh, wow. Okay. But I think English teams were still, British teams were still banned from Europe. Yep. Um, and then we went down in, in the 95-96 season. Right. So we, we were there from 92, 93, 94, 95, about three seasons. <laughs> See if we get time, baby. I just me a I've always found this story funny. <laughs> Years ago, he told me a story, obviously... I don't know if you can tell. I said, "Guys, uh, your school teacher, mm. this, <laughs> you know the story. The wee boys in six one. Ah, yeah, oh, we'll tell it brilliant, yeah. man. It was yeah. brilliant. I can, I can tell that story. Uh, it was brilliant, man. Yeah. It's so yeah, funny, yeah. man. It's just yeah, brilliant. <laughs> it. brilliant. Um, but it's as because uh, obviously uh, you know uh, QPR. I used to, I used to actually like the strips, and I used to like the players that used to play for the uh, that used to play for them. Because um, you're just watching football at that age, mm. and you just a, any sort of football. Well, whoever's on match of the day. Yeah, that's mm. what I'm saying. You're QPR just watching. You're watching QPR, QPR. You're watching Villa. You're watching teams that you would have no affiliation with, but because it was football, you were just watching football. QPR at, at the time when you're young, watch match of the day. You don't. You just. You know they're an English club, and you don't really take, pay attention to clubs at that age, history and tradition and stuff like that. But it's not until you're older, you're like QPR, one of the like, most traditional, mm. traditional England English clubs, and yeah. they're just. So they've had a lot of they're steeped in a lot of good history a lot of great players playing for like Ray Wilkins and stuff mm. like that and all. Ray Wilkins uh, I just, yep. uh, it's, it's a lot of players you come across you go oh, he used to play for QPR oh, he used to play for QPR and a lot of, them, a lot of good players yep. used to play I for think, QPR I think a lot of QPR fans stadium's will, quite traditional yeah, as well Office I think a lot, a lot of QPR fans will just acknowledge that QPR have always been a team that have punched slightly above their weight uh, and, you don't and pretend to be anything you know nah. and the one thing you tried it probably yeah. backfired and, it, and, it, and we're still we're still reeling from that. Yeah, yeah. I did want to get onto that and ask what the the aftermath of that sort of spending the money and getting the managers in and getting the, the players in and stuff like that. But you know, before sort of before we get to mm. that sort of scenario, because I'm still want to talk about the kind of mid to late nineties. But when you were relegated, um, 
talk me through what that was like for the, the next couple of years until your real Ferdinands and stuff like that came in? I think when when we went down in that 95-96 season, I think I didn't really have a comprehension of how hard it was to get back into the Premier League. So you, you go away that summer, I think we went to France and you, you, you're kind of going through the English papers, sitting in a, yep. some sort of kind of French campsite and you're looking at the new teams that you're playing that year and you, you're kind of trying to make head and the tail of who these kind of brand new teams are in the in Division 1 as it was back then or, or yeah, I think it was Division 1. And you just kind of instinctively say, well, well, fine, we'll just go straight back up with no real comprehension that in that league there are teams that are historically much, much bigger than you. Your, your likes of your Sheffield yeah. Wednesday, your Sheffield United, potentially Leeds were down there at that time, I can't remember. Right. I think you know Wolves would, were certainly down there. For this kind of idea that we would just suddenly bounce straight back. And when it didn't happen in the first season, it was like, okay, well, it will happen in the second. We'll, we'll, we'll go back up. And within the space of three years, we've been relegated to Division Two. So we went down in the ninety, what was the ninety-eight, ninety-nine season when when Crouch was with us. He, I think he'd just left. Um, and then suddenly you're playing third tier English football. And what was that um, like? Well, I think following QPR back then and going to games was was brilliant. I think it, uh, if you ask a lot of fans, a lot of QPR fans of my age, that was the that was the the almost the glory days of following QPR without having the glory on the pitch. Yep. It's it's away at Tranmere, it's Oldham, it's Rotherham, it's it's you know it's those sorts of grounds that I've still got the terrace in because Wrexham. when you're down in, I'm not sure if Wrexham are ever up that high. I don't think uh, they ever got up to. You watching that Wrexham show? Sure? Yeah, why mm-hmm. that? yeah, oh, Stevie. Interesting Night, nightmare for the third week. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happening. But nightmare, up. I know. Yeah, you had the hair perfect. You then changed it. In fact. Put it back the way it was, please. <laughs> I think you're losing your powers. Not enough to make it happen. You're losing <laughs> your powers. But yeah, I think it's if you if yeah if you think back to those those sorts of grounds, any of us that have gone and watched, and I don't know what it's like north of the border in terms of the, the seat requirements for the Premier League, but you would have been both away with with Celtic and Rangers to go to those smaller clubs, and you've got the terracing and 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 watching Cooper on those sorts of grounds was brilliant because because for those teams that we were playing, this was this big fashionable glamorous team from London mm. even though we weren't an Arsenal or Tottenham but yeah. for yeah. you know for a Rotherham or for a Tranmere or someone it's it's a big big deal big, to beat yeah. us you know Chesterfield mm. away or someone like that it's a big deal to play Rangers got to League 2 mm. 2012 and to League 1 and stuff like I'm playing against these wee teams it's a cup final yeah. it's a glamour game so. yeah. and I think I think that's what also so then we <coughs> bounced back with Holloway he brought us back up to the Championship great manager um, and he was a fun, he was a phenomenal manager because he was just a, he wasn't a tactician at all. Wasn't he a manager was, or was he? No. no my, my point is is no. that um, I'm saying manager as in he probably got the best out of players. Aye, but he was. Um, he wasn't a tactician like no, you just said. I think he was but, very limited. Aye. But if you were a player, you'd probably run through the brick wall. Aye, aye, aye. Right? And, and aye. I think that's what it was. And what he did was to to get us back up from 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 League One, sorry, from, yeah, from League One into the Championship. He basically built a team, a core of a spine of players that were all QPR fans. Either QPR yeah. fans or had come through the youth ranks. So it was the likes of Mark Bertram, who was the first player from the, the LSA, the Loyal Supporters Association, to play for QPR. Is that right? Kevin Gallen. Wow. Uh, there was there was a few other uh, uh, players that we had through the kind of the middle of the park. Yeah, uh, Gareth Ainsworth, who probably wasn't brought up as a QPR fan, but became one. And he basically just, as you said, just ground out results because the players on the pitch would do anything yeah. for him. Yeah. And and had a, a real commitment to win games of football. Tactically, got found out when we when we kind of went up into the into the championship because yep. he couldn't necessarily change it. You couldn't yep. in the championship as we know. You're playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. Mm. You can't necessarily play the same no, the same team. Yeah. 
Yep. You've got to change it up. So he got found out there. But it was fantastic watching him, watching him away from home, especially. It was, I remember, great. did you have Sabutio? Aye. aye. I used to get, you used to just buy any teams because you just want. I can't remember the teams out Anything to do with football mm. and you get the QPR mm. and stuff like that. It was. I think I had a wee green team, but I burnt them a lighter. Was that, was that Hibs? <laughs> Sell to a waito. I never got into Sabudio. I found it quite There was the same boring honestly, boring you know, you think about it. What was the whole, whole point of yeah. really? well, it's, it's You laid out the pitch and you had the players in the ball, and then why should I do a wedding before? Flicking the players with your finger, right? And then the ball goes. It's like a crap version of football. The ball used to just fly off the pitch and under your. Man's couch, but I think it? the idea is if you, you could buy the stadiums and stuff like that. You, you know, the the like a collectible. Listen, I, I had a 90,000 seat stadium <laughs> in my backyard. Um, you might actually the size of my, my, my you have a life, life size Sabudio, did you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm building it right now. Hmm. Um, hopefully, you can help me with that. <laughs> no, um, listen, but I can buy a QPR obviously because we could 100%. Michael Beal, that the whole connection, yeah. Uh, Leon Bally and Lee Wallace, um, quite a bit connected. A few connections with Rangers in the past few years, but um. Scottish football two weeks ago sorry it's me um, like we spoke about before we came on um, yep. two weeks ago was the last time we were on yep, um, the weekend after that was um, Celtic sneaking a win at St Johnson it's a shame it's getting called a sneak but oh, well, I mean because you don't score a 95th 96th minute well, we'll call it a sneak you, 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 would, you would call it yeah, you, I suppose you would call it you, you're, you're creeping in there, yes. Well, but, that was a weekend. Listen, Rangers won 4 0 against him. It was fairly routine. Cholak won another two goals, Trent. I know you like Cholak. Mm, he does. Uh, and I say, was it the last show? I say, is, is Cholak, uh, sorry, is, is Haaland the Norwegian Cholak or is Cholak <laughs> the Croatian Haaland? <laughs> uh, we don't know yet. We're still trying to suss nah, that one think, out. I think Haaland's definitely the. You think so? Yeah, yeah, 100%. He, he's, he looks at Cholak every weekend and thinks, I need to, I need to copy Cholak's him. Cholak's better looking, aren't he? Cholak, um, gorgeous. Admit it. Do you know who Cholak looks like? Remember the guy who did the program, um, Terry Tibbs, Phone Jacker. Remember Phone Jacker? Mm. I never watched that. He looks like mm. the Phone Jacker. No, Every I time I see that. him, I think Terry Tibbs talk to me <laughs> all the Is time. Phone Jacker Jamaican. <laughs> Sometimes you've obviously seen it. Um, no, one four um, no. Marello scores at the end. It's actually a fairly routine win. Nothing of note happens, yep. and there's no drama. It's just a, a dominant win. Rangers actually played very well. Home to St Mirren, and then the next day you go to McDermott Park. Look, for the first time this season, mate, like, like I say to you, I actually yeah. watched, I didn't watch it all, I, watched, I turned it on at 40 minutes. Yeah. I was I was in, I think kids were in bed, Ivy was work, so I was I'll just, I'll just watch this until Celtic score. And of course, I think he scored about a minute or two after I turned it on, would that be right, just for half time? I'm pretty sure we scored late in the first half. Aye, I just thought, I was like, I just, just kept it on anyway, because I was like, one of the remotes on the table, Cameron Rod reaching for that, like, oh, bang. I'll just, I'll just hang fire and see what happens. Didn't fancy St Johnson to score at all. Um, but then again, after the 70 minute mark, you start to look, no dead on your feet, that's a bit of an exaggeration, no, but just definitely. a bit, as if you're going through the motions and you're really struggling, you can visibly see that you're maybe starting to play passes and try to force it. Do you know what I mean? Because you know you're running out of time, which is pretty common for teams mm. in that situation. And then obviously, Carter Vickers gives you a bit of free kick. I remember gave away the free kick. kick. Ah, it was a bit clumsy. I just clattered at the back him. And, and I'm going to let you elaborate because I want to elaborate. I, I remember I gave away the free kick and it was central. I thought, oh, you want it to be out wide somewhere so they can whip it in, but it was central. And I'm thinking, I just kind of need to float this in and just see what happens. But yep. I never fancy anything to come for a central free kick getting 40 dollars needs to get whipped in for a wing, in my yep. opinion. Yep. And then obviously, I don't know what happens to that Celtic defence, but it falls to the boy's feet. Close control, bang, puts in. This is what, 90? 93rd. 93rd minute. Actually, in the 93rd, probably 90, 93rd and 20 seconds. 90, so 94th minute. In. If it's 93rd and 20 seconds, it's 94th it. minute. Aye, so 94th minute. 
So obviously my phone starts going ballistic with group chats and what have you. And of um, course. I'm like, but at this point, I'm still no convinced that it's done because I know what you're like. And like I've said this many times, you've been like this my entire life. My entire life, no adult life, my entire <laughs> life. You've done Loves this. It. Loves it. And um, there was five minutes added. I think, well, I'm 90 seconds to go or something. And then but obviously the goal celebration stuff, guys, it's all got you added on. So I've got text messages off my mate, or my brother, I can't remember who it was, I think it was my brother, somebody said, but it's why I said, I'm watching it. I says, but it's not done yet. I said something else, they, they still might score, you know. Any, no, it was Whitey, it was my mate Whitey, in fact, he texted me saying, surely no, he went, there's only like 90 set or whatever it was left. And then there was no more text messages, that was it, I was just watching. I'm always behind. Aye, we are, we are behind. I'm always behind. Yeah. So I'm about ten seconds behind. Yeah. And my brother then texted two one, and I was like, "You're fucking joking me, man. This you can't be serious." I mean, no, no, the fact that you're joking me as in they've they've because I expect it all from they've done they've done it my whole life. They've just been a team that does that. But it was me a, a disappointment. It's at Johnson. You couldn't hold on for ninety, 90 mm. seconds. You couldn't hold on for. But then I catch up. Obviously, I'm new. I'm watching new. I know what's on the screen. I know, right? This is always what's so I was like, I'll just watch it. I don't mind it, but I'll watch it. And it's a John. Do you see the mm, one? I've seen it. You see yeah. it? It's a Johnson player. It. Yep. He should have yep. been dragged in the, up the tunnel off his teammates. And I'm not even going to repeat it. Uh, you, uh, you, know, you, know what I, you know what should have happened to him if he was my teammate? How he just stood there and chucked it and just let that ball run to that, <laughs> that player and just stop. Instead of throwing his cell on it, mm. had it with your horn. Take mm. a booting. Mm. Who cares? Just get your team the point. I'd love to know actually what happened, but because. Madness, madness. Sure, is, I don't understand. His, his teammates must have had a few words from his mind. I'm like, what are you doing? You don't just stop. Mm. Just mm. knock it to the park, pick it up, do what you need to do, and take a book and just secure the, uh, that point. Yeah. And obviously, doing the wing, bang, it's in. And there you go. It's just look. Uh, you were saying about it got to like the seventieth minute. Um, I think in the first seventy minutes, if you were to watch it again, obviously you watch most of it. Look, I'm not saying it because I'm a Celtic fan. We, we battered them, Stevie. We did. There was no much end product. Stevie, really. we hit the post uh, after that. No, 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 no. We after hit the that, post. I mean, no, I said I know you hit the post. What I'm saying is, is that from nothing, from the game on, a bad misses a one on one with the keeper. The ball's cut back. He, he misses. No, I've seen it in the highlights. I've never goal, seen it live. But he should be put. He should be hit on target. We then hit a, we hit the post by Matt O'Reilly. Um, we are constantly peppering their goal and then eventually you get the goal eventually you get the goal mm. and uh, you think to yourself it's just going to be two and it's going to be three so did I and the, and the more it stays 1-0 you then start to go well, we might we might not be able to play that way the way we normally play in the first 20 minutes because all it takes is for a counter attack and I just think it got to the point where Southampton never took their chances they've went and uh, put the ball in now as far as I'm led to believe and I should have known this before I come on tonight but I'm pretty sure Celtic have conceded about six goals uh, and if you take away the own goal that Juranovic scored I think there is one more but at least four or five goals have been throw-ins corners and it's not been getting dealt with in the box um, but you're right I mean it's the, the guy should be clearing that when it's um, when it's one each it was see the very little that I did watch like, that's the first time I've watched this season truth be told but last season I watched it a bit more um, you seem to create chance after chance after chance when I, whenever I did watch it but this game is different dominated possession dominated possession I didn't even, that's why I said I didn't see St Johnson scoring he's always a possession but it just wasn't like the chance after chance after chance but it wasn't there and I'm thinking in my mind I'm like they're struggling a bit and I don't mean struggling in terms of you can't cope with St Johnson because you, 
He's no, a, no, you couldn't was... see the players for cigar smoke sometimes. He's, no, but, he's, no, but you know what it's like. You know what it's like when but you. But he's only creating the chances, and then it goes to that right. seventy fifth minute. Well, he's looked as if you're trying to force it and getting frustrated. Maeda again, Chris. Mm. <sighs> and we also scored two goals that were chopped off. I believe in that game. But they were rightly chopped off. No, no, they were completely rightly chopped mm. off. My point is, is that you know that's what I meant when I said struggle. I, I try and be as analytical as I can, both from a Celtic and a Rangers perspective. I'll be the first person to say this is what I think about Celtic and whatever else. But it was one of those games where you, if it was one each, you'd go, we, we've we've dropped two points rather than it was a. Let's see. Of course, if you, you don't not, consider not, any not, point, no, no, dro- you've dropped my, No, but my point right. is, is that against St Mirren, if Celtic had come back and drew with St Mirren, let's say one each, I would have been point saying I would, I would have been saying to you, we, 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 were, we were quite lucky to get away with a point there. Even though we did control That's the game, point we never we never really created chances in that game. But um, I think yeah. sometimes these sort of, you know, these situations need to happen because Postacoglu constantly, I mean, he's actually come out and said something as well that a journalist asked him regarding missed opportunities. That's what, that's what most of the questions have been after European games and domestic games. Where do you think it went wrong? And it's it's missed opportunities. We're not taking their opportunities. I know, but and see 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 what I sorry to interrupt. See see where he's on Celtic. See domestically. See when he did drop points, where he'd be a defeat or a draw. Maybe maybe not to Aberdeen or Hearts. Not on occasion, but any other time you drop points, there are other teams where a defeat or a draw. You've always had missed chances. No, of course. It's very rarely when Celtic go to these places and just don't have a sniff. You always have sniff. Uh, always have chances and sniffs at goals and stuff like that. So I know, um, but. Yeah, it doesn't matter anyway. The St. Johnson player stopped. You, you took full advantage, got to go, and that's the way it works. It still it does. Keep two po- it does. Two points, still two points of difference. The two corrupt points for Easter Road that we were robbed of. Celtic 6, Hibs 1. You've missed a game. Uh, we'll skip that, we'll come back to that. No, nah, we'll go to that right now. Well, I, all right. I was generally being serious. I wasn't trying oh, to. Well, I, I thought we'd do it in chronological all right, order. Okay. European. European, run. Yeah. Oh. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Aye. That's why I missed it. I mean, so, it. Do you want to talk about it? For some reason, he thinks this is a sore man just for me. Hold on, hold on a second here. No, you're putting words in my mouth here. No, no, but you've got to be smug smile on that. We're talking about Celtic and Rangers. Yes. Celtic and Rangers play in Europe. Mm-hmm. We're going to dissect it mm-hmm. as best we can. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about. Well, okay, let's talk about the Rangers game or the Celtic game first. Let's go Rangers. Let's go Rangers. Okay. Right. Seven, seven goals. One. Seven How goals. We're outside to ref Rob this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he did say to me I say to you <laughs> we're going to take some doings in this Champions League I didn't expect that obviously I mean, when I say doings I mean 3-0 4-0 maybe even a 5 I, like, I thought it is a doing but I mean you did get battered at Anfield as well and McGregor was brilliant but that's alright I was speaking to I a guy the day was far, no, but, no but look I was speaking to a guy the day uh, who listens to the pod and um, he I, 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 and I basically said to him hey, Liverpool can do that to anybody they beat Bournemouth 9-0. Doesn't stop it being embarrassing though, No, Chris? I know. Well, listen, no. take it for me. Barcelona and PSG have put seven past Celtic um, as well. So, of course, doesn't matter who you play against. Doesn't matter if you're playing against the best team, the best... When it happens, you're right, it's embarrassing. But my point is is that I'm just asking for your opinion on it. Well, what was the, the, most, way, dis- the, way you look, the, way was the most disgusting thing about me, wasn't it? So, I'm getting up in the middle of the night. We're in a group chat with a Liverpool fan, myself mm. and Jack. Yep. He's watching it. He was actually in Los Angeles on holiday. I'm watching it. So I know he's up watching it, and he knows I'm up watching it. So we got one nil, but I'm not stupid enough to go. There's no way I thought we'd have held on to one nil. I didn't even know where the game would go for good, me. By the way, good goal. Ah, it was a good goal. Mm, a good, good finish. Goal. I feel very enough. good goal. Good build up and all. Um, forty-five minutes. Very good. Rangers were very very good. First forty-five. Um, I thought we'd be good for a draw. Even at that, I was 
didn't see the, the total capitulation that came in the last 30 minutes, but what bothers me is I can take getting a doing in these group games if you're getting absolutely sliced home and you have to hold your hands up and go, these teams are two or three levels above us, which, which they are, truth be told, but that's not what happened. We went 2-1, 3-1, do you can forgive maybe the goals or a bit? There's questions to be asked, maybe McGregor, but I'm, without getting into too much detail. But then when they go to the 4th, the 5th, the 6th, the 7th, they just chucked it. They were mm. totally and, and utterly demoralised. They just looked as if they didn't know what they were doing. There was no structure, no yep. discipline. They had switched off. It was as if they wanted that whistle to go and they couldn't get that off that pitch quick enough. And that's where the problem lies, I think, again, because we've seen too much of that attitude in the Ajax game as well, away. Correct. Battered 4 0. I sort of highlighted it in the episode after that game. I said it's the attitude of the players getting beat like that. I think watching the highlights and, and and obviously that's all I saw but I went back to the, the group chat that we're in and I think you said that when Conor Goldston had gone off that the that had, had changed the game for you aye. Um, I'm trying to look here and I, I can't see when he went off when did he actually go off just before half time so when he went off I thought no just because it was Liverpool but purely because it was Goldston Conor Goldston has signed for Rangers four, four years ago mm. five years ago and he's nearly he's nearly played every single minute. Aye, he plays he plays mostly. Before mm. that Liverpool game, he's only he'd only ever been stubbed off one time in his Rangers career. Before that Liverpool game, Martin, other than that, he's played ninety minutes. He plays ninety minutes all the time. Do, he's do an you, ever present. He never gets injured. Do, do you like goals? Love him. Or do you do? Brilliant, you brilliant do. goals tonight. I think he gets a lot of unfair criticism. No, a lot of unfair, but he gets some unfair criticism. When you take into consideration, put it this way, the, the, the Rangers fans that want to criticise him. We'll now realise what he does for this team in the next six weeks. Now that we're missing him because he's he's no back to the World that, Cup. Is it is it six weeks? Apparently, no, I'm just saying six seven because oh, in the World okay, Cup. Yeah. But he's no, it might be a couple of weeks after the World Cup. Mm, um, so now, now we'll yet. see how much we, how how much he brought to the defence and what I feel for, sorry for him is because he had all this time being fit, you know, in ninety minutes. He never got an injury in four years. He had Katic as a partner. He said Hollander as a partner. John Sutter, Sands, Balligan. even. Um, Joe Warrell won loan that season for Nottingham Forest he'd all these partners coming in and out in and out and he finally gets Ben Davies who looks the part so one positive thing does, about does he actually look good looks very what, good what, what, what does he, what looks does he do looks very good mate he's just no because obviously Celtic were close to signing him and I'm interested very to, good eye because I've no is he, he played he's, three or four games in a row there with Goldson and I was like oh my god this is the one this is his partner Right. Just the balance because he's left footed right. is, he, is he quick is he quite quick acceleration oh, wise oh, I'm okay. not saying he's Mega fast, but oh, for but a he's, sense with okay. defender, he's quick off the mark. He's Obviously positional good, sense, good in the air. His distribution with the ball, he's good in the air. He's just, oh, okay. I've seen him give a few bargains to the midfielder, which I love to see an off mm. your centre halves. It just looks good, and I thought, yep. bang, he's finally got this long term partner. Yeah, and then when he does, he gets a long term injury. You couldn't make it up. <laughs> and he's um, so what I say is, when he went off, I thought, oh no, and because Leon Kings come on, Leon Kings eighteen, throwing a ball into that, it's, oh, um, it's tough. So look. There's not really much else I can say. We got absolutely humiliated. The players deserved every bit of humiliation they took for for their efforts. I think um, Tavernier's carrying an injury, and I don't think the I think they're trying to get him. I think they're trying to patch him up to the World Cup because he's no himself. He just doesn't look himself, and it's rumours kind of all other place, social media and stuff about his his, um, his injury. But obviously the club aren't going to come out and confirm that they're going to play him. They can't replace him because they've not recruited a, a right back. Correct. So you've got, to look at, right back you've got to look at recruitment Polish in the summer. But again, Tavernier's one of the guys who barely gets injured. So all these wee things are come back to haunt us now. But you can only Rangers can only look at ourselves and blame themselves for the decisions they made in the summer when it comes to transfers and signing and stuff. Because we've signed John Shooter, long term injury. Philip Landers, 
I don't know, I think he's nearly retired with injury, he's been away that long. <laughs> um, James Sands, who's not really a centre-back as such, he's merely a sitting midfielder, and he's a young Leon King. Mm. So, they've shot themselves in the fit, and um, for, a, for, a, for it to happen in this game, it's almost like the Rangers players coming to saying half and were aware his presence wasn't there. Because that would never have happened under Golson. No, I'm mm. not saying for a second would have come out and won that game. No, of course, but, but it, might, it might have not been as bad he as He wouldn't have allowed that to get a three, uh, four, five, six, but he seven. Did. Salah scored a hard in seven minutes or mm. something. But he did. Did he play the full game at Anfield? Aye, and he was outstanding. Was he good? Outstanding. Him and, him and Davies were brilliant at Anfield. Although we get, listen, I know we get tortured at Anfield mm. in terms of possession and that, but crosses, Golson, bang, mm. Davies, bang, two set halves were rock, certainly. Aye. And that was one of the games I was referring to when I said Golson and Davies, but... Look, it's just a, you know, it's a case of damage limitation just go out of script take our money and go aye, and, um, aye, Thursday aye. nights were much better anyway Europa League much better aye, no, no, apparently so even apparently if we so. song's better no, that Champions League song's overrated no you're right I know no, I've, 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 I've certainly felt that as well <coughs> um, but very quickly on the Celtic game I mean obviously Lives have came to um, Parkhead and mate, they were, honestly mate, they were brilliant I was watching the game I was thinking oh my god this team are brilliant and one thing I, I took away for that game, right, and this is something we can all talk about here in terms of being football fans, mate, see if, wh- whoever had the ball, right, see if you were 70 yards away or if you were 10 yards away for your, your man, mate, they were smashing balls into their, their teammates and it was almost like if the teammate didn't control it, it, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the, 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 how hard the pass was or how, in, uh, it was a how I, mate, it was, mate, I was watching that going, we, we, we're passing the way we'd normally pass but the one they pass with conviction and see when you're a team that are really confident you, you, you've got a bit of guile about you you've got a bit of you know as I said that you know putting a little bit behind the ball when you're trying to pass it whether it's 70 yards or 10 yards and I was watching the game and I'm going it doesn't matter how good we press they are just knocking the ball about brilliantly from back to front centre midfielder if, if there's a centre midfielder wanting to you know make it in the game watch that game there's a player they've got uh, <laughs> I forgot his name if you could maybe get it up for us or something like that but because um, I think Slazinge is, is one of the centre midfielders I think the other player's name is Kadara or something like that but oh my god honestly mate what a player man and you're giving him the ball 30 yards out for goal and he's got a player you know he's got a player right up him and he's he's, he's controlling it he's, he's no miscontrolling it if he has to play the ball back um, let me see Aye, Hadera, Hadara, mate, honestly, what a player, man. I, I'm not, I mean, every one of them are brilliant. Uh, in fact, the only player that probably never really played well was their, their main player. And Kunku. He, he, was, he didn't really do a lot, but look, it's no nice when your team gets beat, whether it's 1-0, whether it's 7, whether it's 5, whatever it may be, but I think Ange has said it right, it's it's going to take a couple of years. What about this competition? Well, it's, it's it, like I said to you, if, if you've got, a, I, and I even include Goldson in this as well, or anybody who Rangers have got, you, you watch a game against a team like Leipzig or anybody, and you just see the way that they, 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 they knock the ball about. I don't even mean, I just mean like they're just smashing smashing balls across the park. And that's that, I was watching it going, no matter how good we press. We, that's we, what I mean. But don't get me wrong, we did have opportunities, and you're always going to get opportunities when you're at home, but a little bit wasteful, and I just think that's what Postacoglu has, has been alluded to. But, I did want to obviously get onto this because I know that you know we're trying to cram a lot of stuff in with the two weeks. We've obviously got, you know, the gaffer, the gaffers on. You know what I mean? And um, but how do you feel? Because I know I'm only asking this pretty much throughout the season. But how do you feel with you? Because there's a lot of, and this is I need to make it perfectly clear because 
there's going to be a natural feeling when people listen to this pod that I want to just slag you and you want to just slag me, and that's understandable. We'll have, we'll go back and forth, right? But and I want to slag you, Chris. Well, you, you always want to slag me. Mm. All right, that's that's all right. Did you get did you get the number fifty four? No, you see, you went for the number fifty three haircut. That's what's the matter with you. That's the matter with you. Always asked for the You asked for the fifty three. I can see it. Um. So uh, so. <laughs> The 53. Why would my haircut even be 53? It would be number one. Let's be honest. I know my hair, the notes are right, innit, boys? I thought you meant the guard number, the number because his hair's that long or something. The guard. No, it's the book. There's a book. Oh, you got the autographs. I'm on the upper wall. I'm on the wall. I know, I know. Don't worry, we're talking back in the day when you'd go in and you'd look up and you'd say, I'll have the 53. Your hair's gone quite thin at the front, It's been going a bit thin for quite a while, this day. This angle isn't doing it. No, the light is certainly done it. But, boys, I'm growing the hair for the listeners out there. I know that you said that. I know. I'm trying to grow my hair. Do you like, after me talking to your missus all night about Francesco <laughs> Totti? I can't get that. Truth be told, though, like, like, do you do everything? Shall I tell you? Everything. Everything. Aye. Everything. She tells you. What did you do? You do everything. All. Aye, that's just not. So that's all right. That's good. Listen, listen, my listen, da- yeah, my dad. My dad's listening to this again. He's got a. Po- I was. Yeah. I don't think your dad say, talks say, to you. Say sorry, my dad. because oh, your dad is. Uh, listen, spoke to your dad. My dad. My dad made another comment. No, he never. He did. He's he did a, he's 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 vulgar. Exactly, that's exactly the right words mm-hmm. that he said. Can I break it up for a minute? <laughs> of course Please. you can. <laughs> Jack and I are sitting here snor- snoring away at your uh, well, Rangers Celtic stuff. I want to talk about Ballon d'Or. Oh! Year, yep, right year. after the past this weekend, Trent. That weekend just there. All right, here we go. In time, in time, son, in time. Lads, I want to take you back to the year 2000. <laughs> Turn of the century, some of the legends of our game. Mm. People will, will remember forever. I want a, like, a little bit of a competition, if we can. And Jack can be, be I'm obviously about And then we'll, yeah, talk about, then we'll talk about the weekend. Yeah, and we'll talk about the weekend. Yeah, okay. right. He'll, he'll, he'll win this. Oh, let's be honest. He, he, he is. We're battling for second and third. That's a mate. Oh, no, 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 because Jack's old, you can work on it together. Well, <laughs> I think can, uh, I think we need to work on it together. I was you. You're, you're but, forty-two. You? I, I never said the oldest. No, 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 no I no, said no, Jack's yeah. oldest, but then he he pointed his finger at you. So no, you're I oldest. think I'm slightly older. Oh, should we ask that? So you're south of forty, but north of thirty-five. Exactly. Yep. Exactly the same as me. How's that feel, Trent? So okay, two thousand. This is good because this is a. Let's okay. get who's in there for starters. Right. Then okay. we'll rank them. 2000, year 2000. Right. Well, you give us two so names, two names, two names. names. Now give you two yep. names. Right. It doesn't right. matter with the. We'll come up right. with Right, well, the listen, Ronaldo, what, Ronaldo, Fat Ronaldo. Oh, can I say Fat Ronaldo for crying not out loud? Not on this podcast. Not in this. He's can like, he's, be saying oh, that. Do you know what? Fat no. Ronaldo is also not in it. I think he was in it. No, he wasn't in it. I'm thinking a post 2002 World Cup when he went to Madrid and he just went mental for a couple of years. Right, hold on. Right, so we're talking about top 10. So give us two players who you think is in the top 10, Stevie. Zidane and. Um, too soon for Henri God eh. hmm. Might no be Actually might no be Alright I'll go Henri Thank you Henri Is that correct? Yeah those yeah. two are in there, there Yeah okay um, Do you want to give two? Henri was going to be my Oh he took that away from you yeah. Aye, He um, always does that to me as well Trying to think So obviously we got the, the French won it in 98 And then they won it in 2000 So that mm-hmm. very very strong But I would potentially think And I'm probably going to steal one from you here Because you've modelled your game on him 
a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah, even though he's not a. Even though Ferson will not be on this. Yeah, by the way, Dave McPherson had good hair, but back in the day, I'm going to say Del Piero. No. No, no, that, that wasn't my guess. I was just going to say. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Do you fancy being a producer? Trezeguet? No more French people in this top ten. Oh, no more French. Zero for two. Your turn. Wait. Go on, Chris. One more guess. All right. Okay. We'll go around. Pablo Nedved. Wrong. Oh wow, Pavel Nedved was not in there. Um, David Beckham's got to be in there. Yes, he is. Beckham was in there I in 2000. Know, mate, I couldn't believe it. That Even as an Englishman, it's just because it's Beckham. It's so okay, so I've got three out of ten. Yep. So uh, I'll give you a. I'll give Nesta you a must be there. No, Nesta. Nesta is in there. Alessandro Nesta. That's who I've modelled my, my game on. Buffon. Not in there. Is there any goalkeepers in there? Nope. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Another um, Italian. Um, so or Francesco Totti. Nah, I wouldn't have. No, nah, I want it a strong I want a strong defender. Not Maldini. Yes. Maldini, Maldini was there. Mind you, Euro two thousand Italy. You're all Italy, you, you guys I'd like uh, a Ukrainian place. Shevchenko. Yes. I'd like two Spaniards place. Xavi. No, no, no it's just no, Raul. Raul. Yes. Oh yeah. And a name you don't hear a lot. Fernando Morientes. Hero. Adolf. You don't hear that. <laughs> you do not hear that. Played against Morientes, man. I've brought that up there, Stevie. My mate, Fernando, you talk about Aye, Fernando. Aye, apparently. Um, how many have we got to get? What position What position is a Spanish player in? Oh, I wouldn't know, to be honest. Well, how, many we, how many have we got to get? You're missing a number. Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho's there. No, he's not. We are missing a Brazilian and he's not Ronaldo. Would it be Carlos? Carlos. Carlos. Roberto Carlos. Uh, Rivaldo Rivaldo is oh, in there Rivaldo of course what a player Aye, he Rivaldo. was you are what missing a in Portuguese Figo Figo, Figo. Figo. yeah alright so is that all we've got? the last Spaniard we're missing a, uh, an Argentinian Zanetti Badastuta Badastuta is in there oh, I should have had that memories well against, uh, against my the United. last Spaniard I think you won't get Mendieta oh, for crying oh, out loud let's try and get it <laughs> You weren't going to get Every it. Every single week. Aye, Gizan. Aye, Gizan. All right. What so a player he is. Who wants, who wants to guess who came number one in the year um, 2000? Zidane. No. no. That no. was 1980 no, when they won the World Cup. Who won it I that know, year? I know, but France won it in 2000. I reckon it was Figo. Oh, it's a Ballon d'Or list, isn't it? I reckon it was oh, Figo because that, Zidane never he, won it, he wore the 1999-2000 Barcelona top and then he went to Madrid. I'm pretty sure it was Figo. But, Chris, I'm just going to stop you right there. You are correct. Thank that you very much. Score. So here, can I just say something now? Mm. See, because I got that right, does that mean I've, I'm back <laughs> up the, the, comp- <laughs> the competition? No, you're not. Is it four two? You got battered. Oh, come on. Absolutely <laughs> battered. Uh, but I'll run you through the list I quickly. got my Instagram there, so I'm, I'm four two, Stevie. From, Cheers. From back ten, in the game. From ten to one, it was Beckham, Moldini, Raul, Mendieta, Batistuta, Rivaldo, Nesta, Henri, Shevchenko at number three, Zidane, and then Figo. Ballon d'Or, year 2000. We'll come back yep. later and... Talk about yeah, and uh, it's because obviously you know Benzema won the Ballon d'Or. Is that that's right, that Benzema? And so uh, later on, uh, when I see? get a little bit bored of Rangers Celtic, I'll pop in again no, for the top ten ever winners on the Ballon d'Or. So Ooh. the now, most most uh, Ballon d'Ors, which obviously I, we know a couple. I, before I forget, boys, um, obviously you're a man of great fashion sense. Trent. Thank you, Chris. Um, did you see what Karen Benzema was wearing? Unquestionable. Uh, mm. Looked like Tupac. Questionable. Tupac Shakur. Now, could you pull that off? That's the next question. Stevie? I'll tell you what. The birds would pull it off me if I wore it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I don't think... I wouldn't want to know something I'd want to pull off. 
<laughs> I love it because the thing, things think, he could have oh, chosen. He's, not, no, he's actually really wanting to think about this. Oh, I'm serious. Because, mm-hmm. you know, because you, it's I mean, was, you look, can why I wearing white trainers? I, I don't know that. I didn't, I didn't see that. He, he, he would have. He definitely would have worn them if Stevie would have. Would have <laughs> 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 oh, 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 he's done. What happened whites? to the Air Force? What happened to the the, the, the Air Force ones? I've got them. I can only wear one pair of shoes at a time, Chris. Jesus Christ, man. He has a whole wardrobe though for white trainers. Yeah, well, white no, trainers. just just white Air Force ones. I thought Air Force ones are the best. You sponsored by you sponsored by Nike. Will the show be sponsored once I get finished? Good, yeah. good. That's what I like to hear. But, um, um, Air Force ones are the most fun fact for Air Force ones. Doctor Dre only only wears Air Force ones. White Air Force ones. Fantastic. Brand fantastic. new pair. Find Do you reckon he wears Dr. Dre <laughs> Jack wears up boots, but I don't know if Doctor Dre wears up boots. Thought about wearing them tonight here, but. No, you can't. The weather's turned. No, you can't do that. I was wearing them last night. It was cold. Yeah. Um, But okay. Um, But yeah. Anyway. Should we talk about Hibs? Oh. Six one. I mean, it was it was delightful to watch. This is what I'm talking about. You say that I I I I like Celtic more than Rangers. Can we actually give a pause? Yep. Oh come on, boys! No, I'm not getting any help. Just he broke it up really well there. I think I think the listeners will be in their car going. Trent doesn't he? He is a Celtic fan, but you know. He done really well there. I just think that's what they'll do. So well done. I look at the highlights and, and I looked at both highlights for for the weekend, and again a great example of Celtic tearing apart the third team in the league. And look, Rangers scoring a couple of goals. One of them's a corner. But this would be, and well, this is, is I, I don't mean it's a look, look, boys, look, we this is what it's all about. Thing. You did at home. See, I don't, I don't, I don't mean, I don't mean this as you personally, but I know a lot of Celtic fans that would. Potentially not mind if they had to draw to one team in the league. <laughs> okay. It would potentially be away from home. Last game of the season. I possibly. don't mind. I don't mind the whole Celtic played well. Of course, the battered team six one. It doesn't bother me admitting things like that. But it's when you want to get selective. We we, we went, oh Celtic with the third team. What about them scraping by the second bottom place? Yeah, every every team there has that. Go, yeah. I know that. But I boys, know one thing we've I'm learned. I'm just saying this is what you're doing. You're at it again. Celtic. It's a feeling. Oh, it's, it's not a feeling. feeling. It's just a fact now. Right. It's a That's fact. good. We've established that. It's a fact. Um, I've said they have more upside than Rangers do. I know, but you They both you. have the same downside. Celtic have more upside. He's got a cherry picking certain games now. He's cherry picking certain games. He's cherry picking certain games. He's quiet throughout that whole St. Johnson discussion. He's entitled to his opinion. Then as soon as it comes to Shelley having a glamour home game and winning comfortably, he wants to pipe up again. I will say this. Nothing to say about the 96 winner at St. Johnson. A very poor team. It was a glorious game that game. Glory I was entertaining. Um, so no Hibs. Um, what I liked about it was obviously you know you're scoring a few goals um, and Kyogo hit the post. And Kyogo's dipped, hasn't he? Is he dipped? Well, I, I think that um, I mean, he got off to a good start. He seemed to score all the time last year. Uh, well, it's like no, I think I think uh, I'm glad that you said that. I just think that well, well, it's not a bad thing to be accused of if you've not scored for a, cu- a few games because you were mm. scoring all the time so, rather than the opposite and you're not scoring at all when he does score because um, but I just think that Kyogo um, needed a little bit of help he kind of play week in week out you know he kind of be doing that so I think um, but I, I think I there are certain players that I have taken a bit of a dip and if you if you actually look at the, the lineup, so you've got obviously Joe Hart's in goal you've got your second choice right back playing in Ralston You've got your second choice left back playing in, in, in Burnaby. Uh, Carter Vickers is playing alongside Jens. Starfelt's still out. Starfelt's fit. Starfelt's playing. Then your midfield three consists of Matt O'Reilly, who's now playing in the McGregor position. And then ahead of him, you've got um, Hatati. <laughs> Most of you pay for Burnaby. 3.5. Most of you pay for Jens. No, he's in loan. 
He's on loan. Have you not got an agree- agreement to buy him once you're uh, up? No, uh, if we have, I don't know what the value is. It's a bit hard to call Bernard by your second choice. So I, I know why you're well, saying it, but... Well, is your well, old man as a second choice? Free, well, I know what you're saying, but... Oh, come on, he is. It doesn't matter if it's I know what you're million. saying, I know, but he's if you, six. Well, what is he then? Is he's he the first choice? Oh, no, I don't, at this no. point, no, he's obviously not. I'm not trying to You know what I'm saying, you know what I... understand where you're coming from. People will be listening to this going, I can see, I see Stevie's point. He'd, if Celtic were playing against Rangers at the weekend, Burnaby doesn't start. Great Taylor starts. Hundred percent. Thank you, Ben. No, don't be right. Don't be wrong. Burnaby's a good player, and and, he, and I'm glad that you know he's been able to settle in. And you can tell that he's. I mean, he, he played a brilliant game against St. Johnson, um, and as I said, he played well against Hibs. But my point was is that <coughs> then also Giamakis came in. Um, you know, Has, uh, Haskabanovic played as well. Jota wasn't he playing. So we we played that game at the weekend without really our first choice right back, our first choice left back. Now I appreciate the left back in particular as a is maybe a fifty fifty. We've not got Starfield playing. We've not got our captain playing. We've probably not got our best player playing in Jota and Kyogo's on the bench, and we still beat a team six one. So there's 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 nothing more than you walk away for the weekend going. That that's a that's a really good result because you've rested some players as well for the for the next games coming up. But look. We we will batter a few teams like that this year because we do create opportunities. We do play a particular way, whether it's at Celtic Park, whether it's away from home. But it, it was a good job done, uh, and you know hopefully we can keep on keep on going. But and obviously we're going to talk about Rangers in a second. But I mean I watched the highlights. I know Motherwell had a few chances and stuff, but no doubt about it, Rangers probably controlled that game and had opportunities to maybe make it two or three or four, whatever. And. Um, but it looks like to anybody else, ugh, they just snuck it because it was two man. Did they? Uh, nah. Motherwell well, goal. Listen, after the Liverpool fiasco, Motherwell goal was a bit of a fluke. I well, it's, it's just a cross in it. I mean, listen, no, but you know what I mean. But so, away from, he you know, still had it well, and it's been in. McGregor's misjudged it, and it's been. It's two. What does it matter if it's a fluke or not? They still scored, and that's it. But, um, but after the Liverpool fiasco. You're expecting, you know, right? Because th- there's rumours of Gio's job and on the line. This is how bad it's getting now. Have you heard that as well? I don't mean for the club, but I just mean fans are kind of turning on them because of how right. embarrassing that result was midweek. But you're expecting a reaction. Um, you needed some sort of reaction. If you don't get a performance, just gives a grit and gives you the fight. Even if it, even if it's no pretty, Mate, that, but it that, shows. Roll the sleeves up and be foaming at the mouth and just show that we need to put that Liverpool result to bed. And they came out in the first forty-five. They were just pass, just passive, lethargic, predictable, slow. Everything Rangers can be fifty percent of the time. Just two, just two different types of Rangers this season. You, you get them; they're very good. So when they're good, they're very good. And then sometimes they're just they don't play with any intensity. And that was the first forty-five against Murrowell, and it was now now half time. I'm like, we are in trouble here. I mean, Murrowell never never looked like scoring. They, they were no threat whatsoever. Credit to Ben Davies again, outstanding. My man, a match. Leon King was a bit wobbly. To be honest, was that um, was that a sending off? No, it's not a sending off, no. I think so. No, the ball's going away for goals. It's not a goal-scoring opportunity, is it? If the ball's gone through and he's one-on-one with a keeper, but it's going to do it at the touchline. I'm not, saying yeah. it is a, I'm not saying it is a red card. I'm just saying... <gasps> I don't think it really... I mean, I'm just putting it out there. Have you seen the incident, Jack? Do, do yourself a favour and have a look at the, the replay. I, I, don't think with, I don't think it matters where the ball's going. Mate, well, mate, he's he's chopped that guy. If he, if he if he I'm just putting it out there. I'm not having an argument. You're saying you're, it's a I'm not saying it is. I'm just. No, I'm saying, just asking. Uh, I think I think it's borderline. I think I, th- I don't think it's a it's an. Are obvious you saying borderline because of the the manner of the tackle, or it's just stopping a goal scoring opportunity? No, for the manner of the tackle. No, it's just mistimed. 
No, 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 no. It is mistimed, but what I'm saying is, is that see if he connected connected with that ball, a hundred percent. It would be a phenomenal challenge because it was it was tough. It was it was robust. He smashed the guy back in the day. You'd be going, what a challenge. He has mistimed it, mm. but it's a fact that the force. Now, we could sit here all day and debate about it. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to highlight it that all Rangers were lucky. I'm not doing that. Let me make it perfectly clear right now on right on the show. I'm not saying that. I'm just putting it out there for a debate that. I think there's reasons where that could have been a red card because of the force of the challenge, whether the ball was going back the way, whether the ball was going, you know, I mean, he, he volleyed the guy. But he catches he, him with the side of his leg. He's not having to stutter it. Anything. No, he's no. It's an honest tackle. He's I if, I, if I walk up to you right and you nick the ball by me and I go to volley the ball with my laces and I rattle your shin. Okay, we can debate that it might be a yellow card or no, but I'm just saying to you that I think there oh, was there's a... No, there's no question it's about, I'm no I, no, no, but no, my point was when I said you you were you were quite adamant that, nah, it's not a red card, and that's fine, that's that's totally fine, because I, I, I respect it. You know me, I, I mean, it was only four weeks ago when, uh, who was it, came to Ibrox and they were, somebody got chopped in for the last man, the other team, Livingston, was it Livingston? No, Livingston, uh, can't remember who it was, but... Um, but that was a Sands broke him down the last man. That, that was a red card. No, I, that was a, that was I, a, I, and the base and the rules. I, I completely agree with you. But my point, so my point is, is that it. I think that whether it was a booking, whether it was a red card, we could debate about that. All I'm just putting out there is that I think if he did get red carded, I think a lot of Rangers fans, a lot of Celtic fans, a lot of neutral fans could go, oh, I can I can I either no see your point or I at least can see your point only because of the force of the challenge. Um, because you're basically saying if the ball was going towards goal, it's a, it's a, it's a. Ah, if he's through and goal, then but, it's a last man. But I don't think he was a last man. I think Ben Davies would be behind. I, don't him. I mean, don't be wrong. I don't think he would have got it either. Well, that's but the point. I don't think he would have got it. I think it would have been a red card if it was a last man. But that but, ball's rolling towards the touchline. He's running away for goal. There's an honest attempt to get the ball. It doesn't matter how hard he's tackled. Like it doesn't. It shouldn't really matter how hard he's. Unless he's deliberately trying to take the guy out and he's fucking slammed him. Uh-huh. Then I can see it, but you can every everybody you can tell he's trying to get the ball. He's completely oh, mistimed. He, he's he's been so short with John Lundstrom. John he, Lundstrom's trying to play that ball back, and it's he's he's definitely mistimed it. There's no doubt about it. It's no. I don't imagine the boy going in and trying to break legs. I don't mean that. I'm just saying that I think that if the referee had decided to red card them, I think there's a possibility of that. Jack, I mean, what do you think? I've been able to find it. Oh, it's right. Is it early on in the game or? Nah, it's second half. Uh, right, in the, right in the last minute when it was nearly, it was nearly two each. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but obviously Rangers came out saying off, doing a lot better. Um, Malik Tillman, moment of pure magic. What um, a goal that was! There we go. It was a great goal. Great goal. There's but no doubt about it. Look at the defenders and think, what are you doing? Somebody yeah. take the point. Somebody take the point. Not even a book. Obstruct them. Not even a challenge. I know. Just they're all, they're all, I think they're all leaving it to each other. I think they're all just jocking they, them and going. Somebody will tackle. Somebody will tackle. Maybe they'll go another five. There's no way we'll go another five. And then he's dropped his shoulder, he's dipped inside, and then he's cut in front of you, I think, McGinn. And then I think, right, he's got to score. And he obviously Good finishes goal. it well. Um, but he's picked that ball up five yards inside, he's in half as well. So he's done well. Uh, we can look at the defender all day, but it still takes some doing. I mean, is he talking about the cup final? Me, personally, I was going to say, I know what it takes to score a goal for you start with Hoff Island. So I know how hard it is, and that's why I've got to tip your hat after this guy. But Tillman's, Tillman's been doing something like that because he started the season well, and he's, he's got bucket loads of ability, man. He's just Tricky, tricky player. He's technically good. I think if he floats about in the hole behind the side, he can make things happen. But Gio, for some reason, a few times he's put him out wide and he's been totally, um, I think he's totally been let down off his manager with the position he's put in. Although there's times when he's too lazy and I think he needs to get out of his game quick because you know, get away with that up Scotland very long. Are you, are you, ha- are you happy with Gio? Uh, nah, no, right now, no. no. 
Can I think he's had. Can elaborate on that? I think he's had his. I think I think he's had his bed in time. Um, right. He gave me the, the best memories I've ever had as a Rangers fan. Tops any. Maybe not any. I think helicopter Sundays probably. Nah, helicopter Sundays much better. But, um, I mean, I can even admit that I, I, helicopter Sunday no, must have been. You won the end. I know, but you won then at Spain for three days, mate. It was one of the best. I, I know it was heartbreaking losing how you lost, but their memories will love, love me forever. It was amazing. Um, he gave us that. He said he's, he said his summer transfer one day. Um, we don't seem to be kicking on. There's, we still don't really know what the style is. What seems to happen is the goalkeeper gives it out to centre half, centre half gives it out to Barisic or the right back Tavernier. It goes up. They try and make a progressive run forward up the wing. Nothing's on, nothing's on. They turn back and the ball gets played back away to centre half back. And that seems to be the case all the time. They just, I've seen a few people refer to it as a horseshoe. Because it mm. goes back and it's sent off, goes through the other side, up that side, and then back, and it just it keeps it. I don't know what That's the style what I'm is. talking about. I don't know. I'm not denying that. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it. I never denied once. I never said we play excellent every game. I said that. I've been telling you this for weeks. No, but then you, that's why you say, oh, Trent, you're a Celtic fan. It's like, no, I'm just saying no, no, what no. I see. I, I clearly said at the start of the show, I don't mind people saying that Celtic are better, playing better than that, and they've got a fancier still. Because that will happen. There'll be swings and roundouts. But it's just the, the allegiance is as if you want them, you prefer them. That's what I'm saying. No, no. That's, that's not what I'm saying. That's what people are pointing to me. What, what, do you, what do you think, Stevie? What? About his allegiance. Support right, man. I'd rather support the most successful club in the world. You want to go there? I don't support either. I wouldn't mind seeing a game. Quite back junior. He, he would turn up with a half and half one, wouldn't he? I've seen those photos. They're quite comical. Um, By the way, Starfelt, one of the coolest names in uh, football, is it not? Imagine if you had By a surname you, like Starfelt. You've actually got a very similar hairstyle. Yeah, him. You must have. That's what he's done. That's what he's done, Jack. He's went for the Starfelt. Um, Sorry, anyway, we go one up, <laughs> and then it goes to two, and then you think, job done. Murrowville got that goal, and I'm thinking, oh... Here we go, Deja Vu, Rangers, Easter Road. Although Easter Road, they were blatantly robbed. Yep. Blatantly robbed. Um, but you still have an over-us Rangers team. Nick on a goal, bit fragile after midweek. But they kind of comfortably held on. And um, yeah, uh, job done. Good good hit of Lundstrom. And I actually bounced off his shoulder. On you go, Jack. Sorry, no, I just, wanted to, I just want to ask a question because obviously there's, there's talk, and I think we'll go on to it later on, about potentially QPR losing our manager. You know, only after fourteen games. Um, but if if Gio was to go, mm. and you're on Twitter, and you you do a lot of stuff with Rangers fans on different forums and 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 so on, is there anyone that Rangers fans are talking about at the moment as a potential uh, replacement for Gio? Is there anyone what that, that you've started that to hear? That you There's loads of people saying we should go for Bill and well we can, which is which is ridiculous because. Listen, obviously, I don't know Michael Beale personally, but you can just see the kind of guy he is. I think he carries himself a bit of class, and he wouldn't be the type to ditch a, a club at QPR after 14 games. I think Beale said himself he would love to manage Rangers one day, but he says, I'm not ready for a club of mm. that magnitude mm. and that the high I, went, I need to go and learn my craft a bit more and that kind of thing. But in the, the world of social media and Rangers and Celtic fans, it's just naivety, and they just. There's last night because there's rumours that I think Gerard's on the brink of getting sacked, and there's Rangers fans revelling in that, and that just makes me sick to my stomach. Would you, to be honest, would you take him? Would you take Gerard back? Now? No, but no, because I've got anything against Gerard because mm. Gerard should always be considered a god for what he's done for Rangers, and I always will. He, he gave us, he gave us everything back. It was because of him that we are where we are now. Mm. 
says, it doesn't matter what, what, what man he left it or what calibre a club he left to go to. He never left us for Aston Villa, he left us for the EPL. People need to get it. It's a difference people need to get through their head. But when you're Rangers fans, and there'll be Celtic fans like it as well, they're so blind with loyalty. They just they think that because they're so in love with Rangers, that everybody else in the world is, I know. And, they should be, and their attitude to Rangers should be... What, yeah, it should be Gerard's attitude, mm. it should be Brendan Rodgers' attitude. It's no like that. Mm. Gerard grew up loving Liverpool, supporting and watching the Premier League. Didn't he watch Scottish football when he was younger? No. He's in the affiliation. Aye, listen, he's, he's, got, he's had a bit of an affiliation. He's grew a bond with Rangers and he always will have that bond with Rangers now. But it doesn't mean he's got to hang about in for five, six, seven, eight years. I think, I think it's it's I think it's the well, same thing that happened with Potter. What was the manner though? I don't know. Oh, it's the same with with Rogers. I know, but what was the matter? I say no, this to Rangers fans. What was the manner? I'm saying I think that. Um, no, I know, but no, I'm just if, all right, well, an example. Mean, example is that it was during the season. Right. That, so that I'm not, I'm not, no, listen, I know that's not my opinion. I'm just addressing though, because the Rangers yeah. fans are saying, "All right, so when does he when does he uh, say to Aston Villa, do me a favour and come back at the end of the season? I don't want to leave during the season." Aye. No, you're, you're right. So what does he do? He kind of control when clubs can. hundred percent. That's just what but I'm trying to say. Rangers fans just can't see through it. Is that that's he's what you'll get? Door through an international. That's what you're going to see. We had a cup. We had a semi final against Hibs coming up, and um, he snuck out the door on an international break. So I'm Gerard, and he takes a call off his agent and Villa, whatever. Listen, boys, we've got a game against Hibs, the semi final. Do me a favour and hang fire for three weeks. And then come back and talk to me. I'll see it wouldn't, it wouldn't matter when they've Rangers have got a squad there who should have dispatched to have no problem in the semi final. Mm. Doesn't matter if Gerard's in a dugout, Gio's in a dugout, or I'm in a dugout. Their players should be able to go and beat Habs in a semi final mm. at Hamden. Doesn't matter who's in a dugout. There is an argument that, you know, uh, Gerard, because obviously you, you, you do treat him as a god and, and rightly so based on what your, your opinion is, but there's a lot of Rangers fans out there, I believe, that. As much as it was Gerard and he brought that kind of credibility and people loved him because he was Gerard, there was an element where Rangers were very mundane. They were very, they were not a good team to watch. For, maybe the, first, he, for the first eighteen months, I had a game, uh, right? I, I, and I don't watch Rangers as much as you do, so yeah. I can't really comment on that. But that's maybe another reason as well. Maybe he thought, you know what, I might not be able to take this team as forward as I, as I want to. It's the same with Rodgers. It's well, he needed Rodgers as well. I don't think he was um, getting that either. But um, but see, see, just on that. Um, uh, on that, obviously, note with the with the the, the you're talking about Michael uh, mm. and Michael Bale and stuff like that. How how has he how, when when he was appointed? How what was your initial feeling when you got him? Because he was never a manager. He was always a was a, was he an assistant or was a mm. first team uh, coach. He's always been like a coach and assistant. I think the assistant was his first assistant gig at Rangers. I'm sure I don't. I could be wrong, but I know he's very big. He was coaching in South no, America it, yeah. and stuff. Was was Gary McAllister not the assistant? Uh, sorry, I first team. So he was a first team. No, I think it's a big deal. Mm. I'm just no, saying. I'm just trying to make coach, sure. Right, I think when uh, well, I'm kind of go back a bit. I think when we first got Warburton, and I was speaking to Stevie, and I was saying, you know, who's what's he like? What's he yeah. what's he like as a manager? And I think you said to us or said to me, look, it'd be great first season, uh, but then teams will work him out, or maybe the first half of the season, mm. and then team will just they'll just work out that he's consistently will play out from the back mm. and it's good to watch because you want a team that keeps the ball on the deck they don't necessarily want to punt that ball long but he said to me that <clears throat> teams will just work out how to how to beat you and eventually they'll just the, 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 the results will, will go against us so when we decided not to renew the contract or, or Warburton who I think at the same thing at Rangers only ever signs a one year contract and just kind of rolls through his contract mm. um, decided he wasn't coming back um, to QPR, he wasn't. He wasn't going to come back, and oh, I think okay. it was by mutual agreement that 
he'd kind of run his course three seasons at QPR. He'd progress us up the league every season. When he took over, I think we maybe finished 16th, and then it was 12th, and then it was 10th. And you know, and I think if you said to any QPR fan, go, knowing through what you've gone through in the last maybe 15 years, um, you know, if we could give you a manager that's always going to progress you each year, would you take it? Absolutely. And I think for any club. With the exception of the old firm, you know, to, to you know, a, a kind of a position that you haven't been in the, the previous year is going to be good enough for most teams. So when he left, it was like, well, who, who's the the, the merry-go-round of who's coming in? Is it Gareth Ainsworth? You know, because of this connection he's got, and you know, a lot of QPR fans loved Gareth Ainsworth. I loved him as a player, and they think he's doing great things as a manager. But I don't think I would have wanted him to take over QPR. But when this talk of Bill was coming in, I texted him, and mm. and he said, look, I don't think he'll come down to you. Because because he's you know learning with Gerard and Villa are a Premiership side and I thought yeah it's it's a bit of a pipe dream to get someone of his caliber and then it was the kind of that momentum and it was just there was more and more people talking about it. there were more and more kind of I think for anyone that follows the team we know there are particular journalists that have the inside knowledge and if they mm. say it, it's probably uh, going to happen specific ones and there's a, there's a particular yeah. guy at, at QPR Dave Dave Mack. Uh, and if he says something, it's it's going to happen. The minute he started to talk about it, I thought it's it's going to be on it. And then I started to do the research and started to look back at this, you know, this this guy. And I started off at Charlton, and then you know, I'd gone off and wanted to get some experience coaching overseas. So learnt, you know, Portuguese, moved to Brazil, worked I think at Santos for two seasons. Worked two seasons at Santos, came back. Uh, I think he went to Chelsea, then to Liverpool, then to Rangers, then to Villa. And just then listening to podcasts and, and and hearing him speak and thinking to myself, this is a man that knows the game of football mm. and he and he, he knows it like tactitional. Mm. He's a good man manager. Right. What he's brought to the club in the first fourteen games has just has been nothing short but remarkable. Mm. He has turned that club around. Where, um, where, where are you sitting? We're, we're fourth, fourth at the moment, fourth, sorry, sorry. Right. but we're, we're I think we're a point if behind. Went, if they won at the weekend, they went top. We'd, if we'd, we'd won at the weekend, yeah, and. Sorry, on you go, man. No, 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 I'm just going to... He's, he's just got us playing a, a brand of football that is different to what we've had under Warburton. We've been very, very lucky because we, we haven't had any money at all. Yeah. We're still dealing with the financial fair play fine that we got, the £36 million fine that we got back. Is that, is that what it was? Thirty-six and a half million. Yeah. million. Um, so, but, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a conversation for our team, but yeah. it's a bit of a disgrace that they're getting fined £36 million. People in Man City mm. running at Barcelona. Barca, mm. Look at them. Mm. They're running that club and they're running it and, and poor QPR getting Yeah. The small English team you might look out for the big European yeah. sides are, are getting battered by a thirty six million pound fans. And what and what it just means it's is ridiculous. that QPR in a sense, I would never say it's a blessing in disguise, but it has made us go back to what we were doing when I first started watching QPR, which is buy players, roots. buy them cheap, develop them, sell, sell them. Yeah. We sold Eze to to um to, to Palace. Palace. We sold Luke Freeman to Sheffield United. Um, you know, and these sorts of transfers keep us afloat and and allow us to develop other players in um you know in, in the space of a year. But what he's done because we haven't we haven't got any money, he's gone away and he's been very very canny in the in the loan transfer market. Uh, so he's signed a right back uh, from Man United, Ethan Laird, who is the best fullback I've seen at QPR since Kyle Walker. We had Kyle Walker wow. and loan from Spurs back in two thousand and nine two thousand and ten. And he was just phenomenal for us then. And this Ethan Laird will be a player for the future. You you watch him. He's 19. He's come through the Man United youth ranks. 19, 20. Absolutely right phenomenal. Back. Right back. Butler, absolutely. Butler Trent. He's, if, if he hasn't modelled his game on Trent, then then I'm a Dutchman's uncle because he is a, he is the spitting image in That's what I thought. style of play. Trent 
would clearly does, be more does handsome. He have my agility, though. But Trent's got. He does not have your agility. Make no, mis- no. Make no mistake about it. Trent's got more money than this boy. I wouldn't put it past him easily. Um, what, Give and him a couple of in, years. They've also brought in a sorry. They've, <laughs> they've also brought in a, a very very good defensive midfielder from Aston Villa. I can't pronounce his surname. Tim something or other. Um, and he's a he, to my mind he's a he's a young Patrick Vieira. He's a box to box, six foot four, very very athletic. And Bill's just got that team kind of utilizing a new left back that we've got from from the Netherlands and and also Ethan Laird on the other side. And it is playing with a with two number tens. Right, kind of a, a big. Uh, so I was going to say, what, what formation is it? Is it a four? So three? it's a it's a it's a four three three. Um, but so the, you must be playing the one six and two tens. Uh, it's one six. It's almost like one six one eight and one ten. And kind of one ten, and then if 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 um, if we're not playing um if we're not playing Lyndon Dykes, great who, who is just there or thereabouts from great time player. to time. He's anything but a great player. Um, <laughs> but he's just got us playing a attractive football and we're, we're unlike the last three or four seasons we're able to go away from home and win mm. QPR played three games in the in, in six days uh, we beat Bristol City away from home then we went to Sheffield United who were top beat them and then played Reading who were third and we were fourth and beat them in the space of six days mm. so this month of October I mean I think QPR have, have played 6-1-5 lost one and losing at the weekend to Luton didn't necessarily derail because we play Cardiff Listen, tomorrow night. The championships that type of league, you're going to lose games like that because you, you, it's, what, what a schedule of champions, mm. championship goes. Two games a week for a year, really, mm. it's pretty mm. much it. Two players I want to ask you about. Same Leon Balligan for Rangers. No, well, release for Rangers, yep. picked them up. I've not watched them, obviously, to get a chance to see QPR, but I read QPR mm-hmm. fans saying, thanks a lot, Rangers, for letting mm. them go. I see all the comments into mm. our QPR fans getting rave reviews. We all found it last week, unfortunately. And... Um, Wyndon Dykes, I was going to bring this up before you mentioned him. I don't know if Michael Beale's there long term. I think Wyndon Dykes is going to be a bled out that team. He re- he's already started to be. He's no Michael. Michael Beale doesn't want a target man. No. It's not Michael Beale. It's not Michael Beale. Lyndon Dykes, I watched him come on away at Sheffield United and he'd come on for maybe the last 15 minutes or so when we're trying to close out the game. Chris Willock, who's our best player, got injured. Luckily, didn't do the hamstring too badly. Brought Lyndon Dykes on to basically just cause problems up front to make sure that he's doing the kind of the sideways running so they can't play out from the back and you're watching him come on he's just jogging he's oh, jogging man. from one side of it and I genuinely mean jogging not Aye. conserving the energy and then sprinting last minute to try and win a, a tackle just jogging then the following game at home he scores two against Reading and wins us the game was two of them a pe- two penalties was it? one was a penalty one was an because absolute was say, belt he's, over he's, he's done okay with Scotland I mean he's scoring goals for Scotland and look Stevie's looking at me here. Going, it's just one of the ones, one. He's just not a great player, though. No. Nah. Well, I've not seen enough of him, but he's, I mean, he, he's obviously done something to get a move mm. to the championship. He's obviously an internationalist, which I suppose would be double hard. double figures with Livingston one season, didn't but, he? Just, I know, I know. But it is that element where I, I know, think. I know, I know what you mean. Because how much they cost you? Probably about 100 grand or something? I couldn't tell you. I, would, was, I wouldn't say it'd be anything more because aye. we don't have the money. But mm. it, 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 at the moment, we've got a lad on loan from, from, um, from Brighton. And we've signed a lad from uh, Tyler Roberts from Leeds, but both have picked up injuries. So you've, you're almost forced to play your Aye. own centre forward because otherwise you're playing with absolutely no target man whatsoever. And some Aye. some games you're going to need it. Balogun coming in has just been phenomenal. Um, they they signed two centre backs, him being one of them, uh, to go with two well-established centre backs that QPR have already got. But he's just brought an air of composure at the back. And and just been it's able very to, fast as well, and, it, and and he just has a a great sense of game management, 
and I think you know Trent and I were talking about this last year when we played football and not being able to see out games games that you're 2-1 up and it's five minutes to go and just doing the, the, the clever things taking the time to take the throw and changing the player to take the throw and reposition mm. doing your boots up staying on game. We're, we're there, without going to the point that you know on, on the previous podcast that you talked about with the time wasting and the, and the, and the, the real kind of the, the stuff that we don't want to see there is oh, a difference course. between that and being able to just go like I'm going to walk slowly to get this ball rather than run and, and throw it in and get the ball back into play I don't He's mean seeing it in the last five minutes of games because you can relate to it and you understand it but when teams are doing it against you 35 minutes mm. in a game it's ridiculous mm. that's, that's why yeah. I hate it but he's but yeah he's been phenomenal. I don't know how bad the injury is. I hope it's not too bad because he's just brought something that we didn't have. He's together. a leader, big bargain. Yeah, he's very vocal. He's a leader. Lads, can we talk about overall Ballon d'Or winners? Okay. Can mm-hmm. I keep with the theme? Can I go first? Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, I'll, I'll have my first guess and then we'll parameters round and yeah. No, I, yeah. I, was, I was a little bit cheeky there, Trent. Actually, I'm in, I'm in charge. Yeah. Um, so on you go, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> just uh, <laughs> just just to give you a few hints. Okay. It's the top 10. All right. Are you talking about of all time? Of all yeah. time, right? <laughs> okay. These. these but who's, uh, won, who's won the most? Who's won the most? I'll, I'll, right. guess, I'll guess first, and then it goes to the next person in the room yeah. to guess. Yeah, that's so, fine. And then now, it's knockout. Now, number 10. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> number 10 has won two Ballon d'Ors. Number 11 and onwards have won one. Okay. Right? So these are the only people who have ever won multiple Ballon d'Ors. Okay. They are, okay. There are 10 of them. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. We'll just get rid of all those two. Everyone's going to take a guess. Jack's going to start. Around. <laughs> right, okay, all right. So let, let's construct this right. So Jack's going to go first. Yes. Then it's Stevie. Then it's me. Yes. And what do you want? Do you want the one with the two Ballon d'Ors first? No. Just give us your best. So what's going to happen? It's going to go Jack, Stevie, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> and then it's going to go Chris, Stevie, Jack. Okay, and then there Jack, we go. Stevie, See? Chris. Missing you. Right. On you go. You're Should have gone in the middle. Alright, let me think. Um, <laughs> I can't wait most, to question. most bad. I've got a missus waiting for me at home. Uh, right? okay. so. Alright, I'm going to go with Messi. Yes. <sighs> check that. I don't know what's right. Um, I just double check that. Do you want to tell me how many he's, he's got? I'm going to say. I'm going to say. Seven or eight. Seven's oh, correct. So you may actually get me to see yeah, which yeah. one. Yeah, seven. Always, always, always two seven. of them are yeah. correct. Yeah. Uh, five, Ronaldo. <laughs> yes. Your turn, Christopher. Three, Johan Cruyff. That's correct. Ooh. Can you give me the dates? Have a crack? 72. Should be able to give me dates. You just Googled it. <laughs> He's a disgrace, isn't he? <laughs> he looked, he looked, are, you, are, you, are you gutted that I got that? He looked at his flavour, like, <laughs> Johan Cruyff. That's what he done. Anyway, carry on. Nice. Um, I mean, what well, I expect Celtic in a European Cup final, uh, 19, so it must be 70. 71, 73, 74. Is he the best Dutchman to ever play football? Mm, ah, he's got to be high. Ah, yes. Well, he's, he's up there, probably top five, isn't he? He's, he's the best Dutchman. Who, who else? Who else, honestly? Reggie Blinker. Newman. Reggie Blinker was a, Newman. Really a good player. Dennis yeah. Bergkamp. Van Bronckhorst. Dennis Bergkamp was something else. Um, yeah. All right, Christopher, number, your turn, number four. No, he just went. So I, I just went. So am right. I going again? Christopher's going, going again. again. So I, I need to do... Oh, so I don't one. have a good turn at all. Hold, hold on. So I... So you... you uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, is it three Ballon d'Ors or is it any? Any in the Doesn't list, matter. surely. Just okay, tell okay. Us Ronaldo. Ronaldo. We've already got Ronaldo. Oh, Brazilian Ronaldo. Brazilian Ronaldo. Yes, that's yeah. He had, he had two, two. Um, in '97 and know, 2002. I don't know anybody else who's won more than one. I know Kaka won it. Well, I'm not asking for Kaka. And I know Cannavaro won it, but I think I think they've only won it once. Ah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I don't sorry, know anybody yeah. who's won it more than once. 
Legends of the game, people. Hold on. Do it's, my favour. You've asked a question. Yeah. So, 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 is so he out or that, is he in? That's, that's incorrect. So Jack. is he out? Or the There's no elimination. It's just... <laughs> is he out? See, you never really constructed it very well. I told you. On you go, go Jack. Uh, it can never be... Michel Platini. Yes. How many times? Say, I'm gonna say two. Incorrect. Three. Eighty has this for us for a uh, an, an era. 83, 84, and 85. Wow. I can't see and that no other player that I can see other than Messi has won consecutive Ballon d'Ors. So you got Messi with nine, ten, eleven, twelve, right? Um, not even Ronaldo had the consecutive three consecutive oh, in a row. Platini, 83, 84, 85. Mm-hmm. He must have been something. Back in the early 80s. Tell you what, yeah. Clacking player. Uh, okay. Um, well, no, you go. Steven's turn. No, I'm done. I'll wait you boys. Steven's out. All right, let's go, Christopher. Um, I think... Think of the legends of the game. I've got a belter for you. He's won two. Kevin Keegan. That's correct. Mm. Well done, Christopher. What okay. years? Couldn't even have told you that. Was that a it was, uh, these were consecutive seven, years. 76 and 77. 78 79. Nearly. With Hamburg, I believe. Wow. Well, might have been one with Hamburg. I don't know where two. All right, we're nearly there. Keep going, Jack. Legends of the game. Um, so there's one There's one more guy that won three. There is. So it's no Platini, it's no Cruyff. Can you give me a nationality? Dutch. Oh, it's got to be Van Basten. Jack's turn. It's Van Basten. It is, it is Van, Van Basten, but Steven, keep it quiet, please. It's got to be rules, otherwise it descends yeah. into oh, chaos. It is. Relax. Calm down. You've been eliminated, Steven. Oh, he has and we've got. So if I win this, it's 4-3 in games? It could be, yeah. How many, oh, yes. how many players have we got left? Uh, we've, well, we've done Messi, Messi, we've done Ronaldo. Ronaldo. The Brazilian Ronaldo, we've done Platini. Keegan, Platini, Van Basten and Cruyff. Yep. So there's three, three, three more to go. I'm, I want to... I'm thinking maybe one, two. I think... Can I give you nationalities? Go. No, before you do it, yeah. can I take a guess? Yeah. The defender Beckenbauer. That's correct. Well yeah. done, Christopher. Thank Franz you. Beckenbauer. Franz Beckenbauer. In the years 72 and 76. Wouldn't matter. He won it twice. And there's two men, aren't there? Yeah. There's a German and there is a Spaniard. And these are tough. The German was in the year 80 and 81. When was the Spaniard? And the Spaniard was in the year 57 and 59. I've never heard of it. Oh, fella. it must be the, the striker then. What's his name? Is it Muller? Gerard, Gerard Muller? Uh, nope. From eighty, from eighty, fifty-seven. Right, the German is in year is in nineteen eighty and nineteen eighty-one. Nineteen eighty and nineteen eighty-one. German. A uh, a hyphenated first name. Is it okay? Can I? Do you have a clue? Wait, it's uh, it's either Luther Matthias or Matthias Sammer. No, they weren't playing in nineteen. I know they weren't. They weren't. Never. Never. I talking about. All right, here we I think go. He would have played against Celtic in nineteen ninety-five. Matthias. Who am I talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I think he was. Well, he was certainly nominated when he was five years of age. Jack, <laughs> thanks. Um, I actually don't know who this is. Karl Heinz Rummenig. We never got him. Yeah. Director of football Spaniard. at Bayern Munich at one point. The Spaniard is. Don't say not. Let me need to actually try and get you it here. Get no it. one's getting you it. Oh, no. This is what he's like. Oh, just the 50s. Mm. See, just before we answer this, did I win this one? Yes. 4 3 in games. Brilliant, Stevie. All right. Yeah. The Spaniard, just, just for a bit of respect, is Alfredo Di Stefano. Oh, oh. I would have got that in the end, actually. Played against him. Played against him. Should have known. Yeah. Given a bit of time, I think I would. Uh, should have known. That. He was right should back at Tunnel Up City three years ago, wasn't he, in the Cup final? Not sure. Potentially. Mm. Yes, yes. Uh, and so, we can obviously throw some more out there just for a bit of fun. Bob, Bob Charlton? Yep. 
Kaka Matthias Lothar Matthias Matthias Sama Roberto Baggio Michael Owen Michael Owen Michael Owen Good one Jackie White Yeah yep. Ronaldinho Ronaldinho Nedved Rivaldo George Nedved. Best Yep Christel Stoichkov 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 player. player USA 94 Rude, mm. uh, Rude Gillett Rude Gullet Rude Gullet Yep Oh look uh, at that pronunciation there boys oh, Who else we got Zidane. Eusebio 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 Zidane Zidane's in there 1960s Luis Suarez from Spain By the way Oh he's had some career <laughs> he's, been, he's a journeyman <laughs> His uncle's a great singer Great singer uh, Raymond Copper from France Fred Muller The guy who made the, the guy who made the boot <laughs> Yep He's the guy that made the coppers How, How's it <laughs> <laughs> Look at him! Oh yes, we got him, man! But he'll be on uh, Rebel Sports like, yeah, who's that guy? That, <laughs> how, <laughs> how long before Haaland wins this? Ballon d'Or? Oh, next Ooh. year. If he keeps on going the way he's going, it's I next year. Say, let's be honest. After us bumming up our last podcast, he fires oh. blanks against Liverpool. See, he's Hida. He was alright. He's Hida. Was a I know it was a good Hida role. Right, good power. So he's good, tw- he's 22 years old. Cristiano Ronaldo has won five. Can Haaland win more than five? Aye. Uh, well, oh. it, well, he could if he keeps on going the way he's going. But he's got ten years. See, by the way, I have got a good start for you. I, I just, I, I go just actually it. seen this two go days ago. Didn't know. What I picked up after somebody else. So you might have seen it. Join oh. in if you know what. I think I know this one. Uh, so if Ronaldo hmm. never scores again for the rest of his career, right? He finishes his career. Name your goals. Haaland would need to score forty-three goals a season for sixteen seasons in a row. Just a level where Ronaldo's goals. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Forty-three mm. goals a season for sixteen seasons in a row, and he would only level with Ronaldo. Mm. Unbelievable. That it is, it is easy to forget how man. insane Ronaldo was. You know, two plus years ago, how insanely good he was. I think he's still insanely good. The new man. No, but I think, I think him playing still is starting to d- deteriorate a, p- a small percentage of his in the his, Corey's uh, reputation. Career, and their goals and all that. We forget it's quickly. in Madrid, the biggest club in the planet, yeah. and arguably the best league. Arguably the best league. No, I would say it is the best league. Or it was at the time. Technically the best. Uh, like, I think the, the, he, he, if he just knew how to quit when he was ahead, quit at the top, his, nah, leg- he, his legend would have been nah, secure. But when yeah, was, was, you're not suggesting for one second that his legend wouldn't be secure now. No, but I just think that. every year from now well, on he plays as a lame I think duck. He's trying to get he, at is it will that, start to fall away. No, what I think he's trying to get at is, and I'm trying my hardest for you, know what you think that I'm jumping on the bandwagon here, because let's make it perfectly honest, I think the guy's phenomenal. But what he's saying is, is that if it keeps on going the way it's going and he's not scoring the same amount of goals or, or at least uh, an element of a level of goals it might look to a neutral that he's, it's dropped off a cliff I I'm not saying it is I know that I know but I'm when just that, that neutral does look that neutral can also go up but that's when he was like 37, 38 but that's what but, he's but, talking oh, about that's what I'm saying that's know, what the real legends about. retire and quit when they're ahead of but let me ask you this when, so when, when would he have what, if you if you were going to kind of go back in time and say to him hmm. Ronaldo, this is when you got a quit. Hi. When you before uh, he went, before he went goals, to, know, it, so just quit now. Was it at his time at Juve or was it his time at? Yeah, uh, when he finished Juve, he could have quit and and been quit, and, and, Yeah, or yeah, or moved to a. I love stepped this. it down and and not try and compete at that let, same let, level again. again and me, no one would have ever questioned that he was, if not the greatest, one of the greatest. Every year, the Nadi so is chipping away at his reputation. But let me ask you this: Let's say that you, like you just said, he's at Juve. And then you've said that he's going to take a step down. Many players that have mean, retired at, at okay, the peak. Okay, but if you're saying he's going to take a step down, let me just play devil's advocate. Are you saying 
off to Qatar or off the United off States. To America or something but like that. But wouldn't that detract more from his legendary exactly. status by Possibly. playing there than going back to play for Man play, United? He's not play, right? There's so many legends. Look, let's look at Ronaldo Nazaria, right? Mm-hmm. Quit from, obviously, he quit from uh, injury, right? Otherwise, he probably could have kept going, maybe not. Um, the, the fact that he quit at the level he was, he'll always be an, an enigma and a legend that you cannot dispute. He played for another four or five years fluffing around mm. we would go oh, yeah but i think it's, it's different bad, because yeah, he had it. because he had that career ending injury even though it didn't end his career there and then uh, ronaldo has been able to go back to the premier it's league like, it's and like, it's like superstars and you know like your michael uh, jackson's in music like your your, your kurt cobain's <laughs> these legends where they've just the elvis presley's if they're also still rolling around at 75 doing the circuit and or 80 years old doing the circuit in las vegas do we do you start to take the shine off that enigma if that makes sense. Will you retire for this job in five years' time? This job? Correct. Yeah, who knows, mate? Possibly. Who knows? So, you, uh, so, so Ronaldo leaves Juventus and he announces his retirement. Mm-hmm. You don't think that would be an, uh, astounding for a guy with his numbers scoring in the Serie A, just fresh off a what? few years at Madrid, and, yeah. and he's just to retire like that? Yeah, it's in the same way that so many people have in the world. I know, but well, with I his numbers? And you, you well, left wanting Give me one with his numbers. Hold on the new trend. Give me one guy who's retired. With his type of legacy numbers. Well, there's not many people that have his. But I, was, I, I just gave an hold example. On. Ronaldo. Ah, but hold on. Doesn't touch Ronaldo's numbers. There'll be people listening to this That's podcast. what I'm saying. Ronaldo's only won two. And some people continue. And Ronaldinho only won one. Right? Didn't have the length of career. But people will say he was Ronaldinho exceptional. Had a, boys, a good boys, 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 boys. He's done missing something here. Ronaldinho. And by the way, Trent. I want to, you know back you up here because you've dug a, yourself a bit of a hole unfortunately but Ronaldinho went to, ba- went to Brazil and mate fluffed about for four years before he retired yeah but no one sees that no one sees that honestly if, man if, 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 was, if Cristiano went to okay. Brazil and did the same thing we stopped talking about him but now we're watching every week nah, lame duck but he still finishes at, at last season Man United's top goal scorer what does that, that, that say though but it, but, it, but I think it but I think it actually I so think it actually so emphasises how good he is when he's playing in a Man United team last season that was appalling hmm. a genuine basket case last season yeah. they've got a bit better this season but for him to still go there age. and still finish as their top goal scorer but he get over twenty Premier League goals last season like to be to be there or thereabouts for the Premier League leading goal scorers I, think, I know it, it doesn't it think, doesn't start to pull him back to the pack it's just if he's in this ever um, everlasting argument or conversation about him and Messi mm. why would you risk starting to rub a bit of the shine off of your your legacy by continuing to just roll away like uh, Ibrahimovic you know but I can see what you're saying and there will be people that will go oh, I see your point and his point is is that I don't know what his point is but right, right, he could yeah, not but, disagree with right, any of course really could but 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 um, that's why I'm saying to him you need to watch exactly what you say regarding other players because even Ronaldo Nazario, he went to Barcelona, uh, went to Brazil, and he was overweight. I think he was playing with Corinthians or Santos, and yep, okay, he couldn't continue anymore because he had an injury. And I also think, I also think that Ronaldo Nazario actually had a problem with. Did they not have like a a particular genetic problem that it was harder for him to lose weight? Don't think so. No, no, g- genuinely. Just with ill discipline to me. No, 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 no. Look, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. That I think it's called chikorolitis. <laughs> no, but what my point my point is is that I actually think that he had an issue with um, 
His metabolism. metabolism. Like, I'm not saying it was to the point that it was... Um, well, it's, it's obviously not been that bad. He's a professional football player. So. No, but my point is, is that when he was a lot younger, he, he could get over that. But when he got older and he wasn't training know, as much... I'm not sure but anyway, 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 but my point is, is that I think what Trent's trying to say is, obviously, is that why would Ronaldo want to potentially tarnish his reputation, even though he might know it tarnish it, on the basis that if he goes the next couple of years playing at that level and doesn't score the goals that he's normally used to, is there a case where people will go, mate, you should have fucking retired three years ago? If people I'm try and make a case, case for then people should be sectioned and put in a padded room. Am I right, Jack? Aye. So I think it, I think it says are. here, he disco- so Ronaldo Nazario had discovered he had, mate, you know you need to say that, thank you. I'm for Claybank, come on. Hypo, uh, hypothyroidism. Hypothyroidism. Yep. Oh, yep. Um, so... Um, Steve Ronaldo. A condition which slows down metabolism and causes weight gain during tests from Milan in 07. Right. So that my point was is that he did go to Brazil mm. and he did play with the Brazilian no, I remember teams I. and he floated about and fluffed about. So you need to be careful because there will be people listening on the show going, hold on a minute here, because Ronaldo's done one thing other than what these players have done is he's no went to America, he's no went back to Portugal and, and played with, with, um, with Victoria Gramares yeah. because he's one final payday to play he's, amateur he's football. He's knock on Harris. Right, but... I'm trying to back you up here. I'm actually trying to back you up. My point is, is that he's went to a league and honestly, well done to him. But there comes a point, whether it was Messi, whether it's Van Basten, whether it was, is that he will now get judged, unfortunately, on the basis of what he's doing now. I'm not saying that's going to be... Um, I know, but that's what he's saying. It could tarnish his legacy. I don't think it will. But Ronaldo could go... I'm trying to back you up. Let's say, for example... I right? prefer he just go to Sporting Lisbon, be a legend there for a couple of years and ride in the sunset. Ronaldo could go to Croatia, Zagreb, random club, but play there for two seasons and score three goals and it wouldn't even take a chink of his legacy. No, I, I agree with you, mate. What he's done in football in the last 20-something years has been nothing short of astounding to the point that you'll probably never see the likes of it again. Him or Messi. I, I think, yeah, I, I'm glad you said that. Well, I don't know, right? in terms, in no terms of I, so for I, anybody to suggest that if he has a couple of bad seasons at the, late, the later end of his 30s or 40 quiet seasons that could tarnish his life come on man takes right. a couple of percent off the memory look, it's at, like Pe- look at Pele he we played, all have short he memories he New York mate. Cosmos he's still considered the greatest one of the greatest see I've got a, I've, and I he played in South America time, didn't he this is the time and place for it but I, I have a real issue with Pele and I think I don't have, I, 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 in a massive fraud I, go on talk about it that's what well, we're I here think, for. I think a lot of people, and I don't know if this is just, yeah, I don't think this is just me, but I think that a lot of Pele's goals have been kind of against very, very poor opposition. Uh, he's padded, he's padded his stats. If you look at, through the goals he scored, they're not in leagues that you would recognise or you would turn uh, around and say, this is a... Did he play for Santos? He's okay, really? He played for Santos. And then New York Cosmos. Yeah. And then we're talking about... And I think a lot of the goals that he also counts were goals that were played in friendlies. I think I'm right in saying that those international goals that he scored, he counted as ah, yeah. friendly but goals. So does, he, does he get the reputation because it's the media of America that he was in front of? No. He won three World Cups. That's oh, what he got good play. He was a great player, and he just denied he, that. He, he, he basically mm. won. How it worked. Was, was it three or was it two? Well, I hate... I think when they won it in... When they won it the first 62, year, he was 17. I think he was, he was sitting on the bench. I don't think he actually played. Oh, is that right? I, th- I don't is think that the one he's on his shoulders and he's crying, or he's, he's, he's oh, a no, really, really young boy and he's crying. I, he, 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 won the, he won the World Cup when he was about 17. Ah, is that I'm pretty sure that was oh, his okay, first. Maybe. No, I could Sorry. be wrong. Yeah, no, but no I'm be. pretty sure that that was the reason why his, his status accelerated because it wasn't a 24 year old experienced, 25 year old mm. experienced player. He was a 17 year old 
and playing definitely in the world stage. Definitely, definitely remember, with the leading light in 1970. Boys, boys, remember, Brazilian Ronaldo was on the bench in 94. But, I know. No, no. But my point, I'm not making a case. I'm actually agreeing with Jack. Obviously, I, it's hard for me to make a comment about Pele because hmm. you've seen what glimpses of uh, um, uh, footage out there of the World Cup. There is people out there that have obviously seen him in person when you listen to other podcasts and they give their opinion on him. But for me, but me based on what I've heard and what I've read, Pele might be in the top five, but he's certainly not in the top three. No, no, but there's people who still who say he's number one. And listen, that's mm. good, but that's a good thing. The same way that you think Ronaldo's the best and I think Messi's the best, and me and you can go back and forth. I'll never change your mind. Even if Messi mm. overtakes a goal, even if Messi wins the Champions League, the World Cup, and then wins a Ballon d'Or again, it still wouldn't change your opinion. You would you would go, that's still Ronaldo, and that's all right, that's a good thing. That's that's what it's all about. He's, but Pele's not my top five. Eh, sorry, he's possibly maybe my top five. I'll tell you who it is: Messi, Ronaldo, Larson, Larson, <laughs> um, and uh, and um, <laughs> say Maradona. No, sorry, it's Maradona. Maradona. And do you know what? I actually think that it's uh, it's so close to Maradona because people have got different opinions on the way that they see football. Right now, why do you love Loudrup? Because you just love the way he played. Nah, he's flair, right? he's Forget about the goal he scored really? against Aberdeen. Remember the goal he scored against Aberdeen when he waved it. He put it in the top. They put it right in the top, the top of the net. Oh, he scored a few beauties. I mean, he scored a few beauties, generally. of course. But you loved him because he he, he, he brought you off your seat. So the goal he scooped it. The Pitodri. I mean, brilliant goal. Aye. He had full of, he had, and do you know what? He actually had a lot of skill without the step overs and stuff. He was quite Aye, good. Was um, why do you love Gaza? Because the way he played. But you'll also love Hatley because he scored goals. He was a machine. He just smashed people out the way. You mm. love McCoy's because the amount of goals that he scored. All fashion centre forwards. So nine times out of ten, the reason why we love players is because of the way they make, the way they make me feel, the way they make us feel. You you know what I mean? So yeah, oh, can I, I love I, the Michael Jackson reference there. By the way, I've got to admit, I, I know, but I'll tell you one thing: don't ever ever bring Michael Jackson up again. Up until the moment he went to bed that night, he was still giving it the old hee <laughs> hee. He was still brilliant. <laughs> I, just, I, 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 I wanted to. I wanted to just just just, just finish up on that that Scottish sorry that um, Pele comment. Half of his goals, five hundred and twenty six of his goals, have come in unofficial friendlies. Right. So he's, he's yes, he scored over a thousand goals, but you you you've got to look at you know these the, the teams that he's playing against and 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 the fact I mean. their tour games and Santos and New York Cosmos. I, I, I know you can you can only say you can only score against the team in front of you, but if if kind of. And Santos knows are playing, and it's you know team, teams are playing against in Division Four, Division Five of Brazilian leagues. Mm. You should be and, scoring. And the Buzios under eleven is green team. And the thing is, right, is that okay? One World Cups, but it's also probably a little bit of a slight because there's players that were playing for Germany, right? And I'm only just bringing this up because it came up on my, 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 my TV the day when I was in work. That were playing for Germany in a World Cup semi final against Italy. That you, if I said their name, you would go who? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a shame because you're right. It depends on who you who you play going up there. He still deserves to be in the, the discussion, but you know. Um, but uh, can I just because obviously I know that we've um, this has been always been one that we were going to um, elaborate a bit more. You know, I'm delighted that we've been able to get Jack on. We've obviously been doing the podcast now in terms of numbers, number thirteen. But we've been doing it for about three or four months, boys. Mm, it's obviously yeah. the first time mm. we've got Jack on. We'll get Jack on obviously a lot a lot more often. So we obviously really appreciate you doing that. Um, but there was a lot to put into this episode. We always mm. have to speak about the Celtic games, the Rangers games, the, the you know QPR getting Jack on. I mean, you have had a nightmare for three weeks in a row, <laughs> and I've tried to back you up here. You didn't like the Ballon d'Or stuff? No, I like the Ballon d'Or stuff, but then it was almost like 
you were, it was like, it was like you're on the pedestal with it. Your and attitude, mate. And, and someday, I know, I know, I know. Your attitude, I know. Up all I know. Time. I'm, I'm, I'm well, that's why it's the Chris and Stevie show. So <laughs> get on with and it. You say it up. Oh yes. yes, boys. So no, hold on, hold on. So Jack, let's obviously you know uh, elaborate on a little bit more with, with QPR just for a second. Look at him raging. Um, what do you see for the future for QPR? Are you going to Premier League? I, I, I honestly, honestly would think it comes down to how long we can hold on to Michael Beale. I, I honestly think he is that important to us at the moment. If he goes, uh, I think we're back to square one. He won't go anywhere. Um, I don't, I, I don't think there's anyone else necessarily um, that could potentially take us up there. Maybe Gerard loses his job. Michael uh, Beale goes to Villa. I can't see that happen. Michael Gerard, Bill, Gerard, Michael Gerard. Bill's not going anywhere. No. Um, I don't. But what I think I will say, Jack, is Cherish and Wiley is there because. He's, he's phenomenal. Uh, he's, he's, and he's he's got. Listen, he's this got is this a guy on his CV who's yeah. won the most important Scottish football title in history. <laughs> and that's what a lot. Uh, a lot. The QPR fans that. mention that they do. There's a lot. Of, they, they, the same time when they see him on the hoops, uh, they do say they that do. as well. They do. Yeah, there's a lot. No, of but, and seriousness, the QPR fans mention the fact that he won that title. <laughs> they, do, they do indeed. They do indeed. <laughs> they don't. It's the biggest title. They don't. They don't. He's probably in the training round. The guys are going. What was it like that year? And he's going. The training round Shambles. or the training ground? Shambles. What did I say? The training round. Well, you didn't hear me right. I did say ground. I've got a microphone in front of me. We'll call it out. You're a disgrace. Um, <laughs> Jackie Boyd, no. thanks for coming on. No, no, no. Thanks right. for having me. It's been Lads. a pleasure. Absolute was, pleasure. Let's bow it. And the next time we'll be back in a week or two with um, more Champions League heartache and <laughs> um, Rangers leapfrogging and Celtic going to the top of the league. <laughs> Here we go, boys. We're on. See you on, boys. <laughs> See you later.